Where is your boy tonight? I've got mine right here. This is From Under the Dork Tree, your go-to source for the band Fallout Boy and emo music from the early 2000s. I am your host, Eric, and with me as always is the Pete to my Patrick. Mick, what's up, buddy? I kind of messed up there. A little yeah, bit. you said your name wrong. <laughs> dumb, dumb shit. Eric? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, look, it's been a while since we've done this, you know? So Yeah. Can we want to talk about that? You don't like talking about when I... How the sausage is made. Yes. But it's, so we, 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 it's been a little bit since we've recorded an episode. Yes, we usually record on Thursdays and publish on Mondays, but this most recent Thursday uh, did not really pan out for the yeah, two of us. Yeah, you had some deeply personal stuff going on. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I'd love to talk about the deeply personal issues of uh, me and my butt um, <laughs> and why we couldn't get the, uh, the episode rolling. I, I had food poisoning this week and it was not great. Um, caused me to miss a couple things. One of those was recording with you. And uh, the other would be uh, a little thing called the Stanley Cup Championships uh, and their parade. Our Las Vegas Golden Knights have clinched the Stanley Cup Championship against the Florida Panthers. Um, Truly a series for the ages, really. What else is there to say? The the job is done. We're champions. Uh, All the tears have been cried. Now we have a whole summer of celebrating ahead of us. Yeah, uh, I think... um, you know, our owner, Bill Foley, said it best. Uh, playoffs in three, cup in six. We did playoffs in one. Yep. Cup in six. Mm-hmm. I mean, are, this is a segue. We'll get to Fall Out Boy right after this. I swear to God. <laughs> are we, as of right now, we are the greatest hockey team on the planet. <laughs> yes, And you cannot true. contest that. This is something that hockey fans don't like, though. Because if you say that you're world champions. Yes. Like, so, Okay. In like uh, basketball and football, there's clearly like a dom like the NFL and the NBA are the biggest the premier yeah. leagues, and then you have like the the Russian league, yeah. And the Russian league, like the dis- this disparity between like the NFL and the XFL is much bigger than the NHL and the Russian league. Like the like the right. NHL is better than is like better players than the Russian league, but the Russian league is still like pretty good. Yeah, we get a lot of players from them yes. and back it goes back and forth. So they don't like when you say that they're world champions. So we're just they're the best team. world champions. They're the, yes, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Who's gonna come? No, no one even who even likes sports listens to this fucking podcast anyway. We do have well, yeah, that's true. Um Yeah. World champions. We did it, buddy. Ah! buddy we're just we're in there. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was um, yeah. So I'm glad that we have I've just I've taken to Twitter over the last week and a half to just go to anybody talking shit about the Golden Knights on Twitter mm-hmm. and just jumping in there. Yeah. Um, you've segued from talking shit about politics and anime to hockey. You're just like an angry Twitter boy. I feel like there are those times where like I'm just totally fine. I'm never going to like I would never engage with anybody on Twitter. And then there are those times where I'm just like I just got some kind of just a hair up my ass where I'm like <laughs> I'm going to just go through and just tweet. You know, to my senator or tweet to random jackasses with 40 followers. Rand Paul. You're always tweeting positive things to Rand Paul. Like, we needed you. You weren't there for us. <laughs> we need that revol- revolution. Oh, yeah. Re-love-ol- you still find those signs around. I know. In between here and Zizix. Zizix. Or, yeah. or like whenever you're in Pahrump. So. Anyway. Super, yeah. Super interesting stuff. If you're tuning in to listen to Fall Out Boy, uh, weird alt-right politics from the early 2000s and hockey. I yeah, I guess it would be. I guess it would be alt right, but yeah. Um, he was like the the 
He was like the uh, what's they called libertarian choice. Yeah, I think. yeah. He kind of honestly, jackasses. he kind of like walked so Trump could run. I don't want to talk about that person like on our on our podcast, right? But he kind of like it was he kind of set a lot of the 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 floor plan for what that kind of populist sort of kind yeah, of guy. 2015, 16, like yeah. Republican politics would turn into. Again, Disgusting. Super We're into Fall Out Boy right after this. I swear to God. Um. Yeah. Anyway, how you're good? Yeah, I'm recovered. Good. Uh, yeah, it was like two days. I, there was just no fluid in my body, okay. which sounds gross. I guess like either way I put it. Yeah, I'm sure the people listening to this podcast don't want to go into excruciating detail, but excruciating um, it was. <laughs> we both got sick. I got sick before you and was better than you got sick. And I'm guessing about forty uh, percent of the people who listen to this podcast also got sick. Yeah, everybody so. in the house. <laughs> But hey, the Knights won. We watched them win. Yes. That, it was worth the stomach bug. Yes. It wasn't COVID. But even if it was, who cares, you know? I mean, COVID's not even real. Yeah. I'm just Jesus. kidding. COVID is real. <laughs> I'm I'm an idiot. Please excuse me. Mick, aside from that, uh, let's go into what we're going to go over in the episode today. Yeah. Uh, we're finally going to finish up with Save Rock and Roll. We're mm-hmm. doing the track by track today. Um, if you... Wanted us to discuss the Youngblood Chronicles. That's what we did last week. And before that, we did the production uh, for this album. So this is the whole kibosh. I think that's previously on. Previously on. <laughs> yeah. This From is... under the dork tree. Goku. <laughs> last time. Man, I was watching some Dragon Ball Z I'm clips. Uh-huh. Oh, really? On like Twitter. I think it's okay to like... There is so much bad Dragon Ball Z oh, or yeah. Dragon Ball out there now, like the Dragon Ball Super and oh, yeah. all like the new stuff that comes out. It is so bad. Yeah. It makes the old stuff look fucking primo. No, it's still bad though. It's, Dragon Ball Z dude, is still bad. It's not. <laughs> really? I was watching the whole like Trunks intro where Trunks just. Oh, with Fre- yeah, Frieza. Yeah, dickhead. You like that shit too. Oh, of course I it do. It kicks yeah. ass. It's yeah. so fucking good. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Anyway. You know, you know that fucking Dragon Ball goes off a fucking cliff after like Cell Saga. Though. Yeah, so I mean, kind of like, during Cell Saga. Yeah, it's, it gets a little dicey. A little, but, yeah. So, yeah, uh, we'll Anime be discussing. <laughs> do you think? I, who do you think? Uh, who do you think likes Dragon Ball Z out of fall in Fallout? Pete. You think so? Pete. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Patrick too, maybe. No, I don't. Th- I think Patrick doesn't like things that are like. I think he'd be like, "Oh, this is kind of stupid. This is like too lowbrow for him." Yeah. Um, and Andy, Andy and Joe have no time for that. Yeah, shit. they have no idea what anime even is. is <laughs> yeah, my, they're is like normies. Idea. Yes, um, implying that people who like anime are cool. Uh, I mean, I, I on TikTok now I see everybody <laughs> doing those like those like weird like Dragon Ball Z edits to like trap music and yes. stuff. So that's cool. I'd say uh, Meg The Stallion is the only cool anime fan in the world. Everyone else who likes anime is a fucking nerd. <laughs> that's true. Meg does love anime. She's a big fucking weeaboo. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, before we get into the actual episode, though, Mick, uh, do you want to go into any kind of media you've took in this week? Yeah, I mean, we already kind of touched on it a little bit. The The media is the Knights winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, but sp- specifically, I went to the parade on Saturday. Eric wanted to go yes. to the parade, but again, was not feeling well. I'm kicking. I, I regret that very much. Or he smoked too much weed and started playing a video game and forgot about no, it. No, I would not. Not for the Not for the parade. Yeah, we'll see. Um, anyway, it was, uh, I would like to recount my experience. Um, I, I, I want, I, I can't even, ima- I can't even put into words how many people were there. It looked massive. Yes. Uh, you couldn't move without someone like bumping into you and spilling their drink or, you know, 
like lifting up their arms to take a photo yeah. and then bringing their elbows down too hard and hitting you on the top of your head, which I witnessed happen several times. Can you kind of imagine that happening? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, spending you know more than $100 on alcohol, spending $30 on a shot. Um, what? Yeah. Like, dude, they really bend you over a fucking barrel at those kind of events. And I loved it. I would do it every. I would. I would do it over and over again if I could. Right. You want to be, you be part of the moment? <laughs> yeah, of course. That makes sense. It's just like it's just crazy in retrospect. Yes. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was probably one of the one of the craziest experiences I've I've ever I've ever had. Yeah. Everyone like you know you go to like a concert and everyone's yeah. like united under like everyone wants to see this thing. Yeah. Um. But you know. It's 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 just different. The energy is is different. It's well, everybody's like it's one single goal, and everyone's yes. like elated. Uh-huh. I couldn't imagine like the energy just seem, feels like it'd be like you could cut it with a knife. Yeah, it's like you go to a concert and you see a band that you really like. But yeah. That band is going to play shows. You know, they might go on a tour. They might play several shows. Right. And you know, you'll always be able to see that again in some capacity. Yeah. This is like a kind of concert that maybe you only it can only happen once a year. It can only happen once, probably, yeah. <laughs> and it probably and it's not guaranteed it'll happen ever again. Yeah. We hope it does. That's insane. Well, um, they did say back to back. I think wait, who said who said back to back? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I I uh, we drank some margarita mix. There was a guy in a sombrero who was pouring some uh, margarita mix into people's mouths. Ugh. We don't even know if there's alcohol in it. But we were probably just a fucked up icy, just piss. Yeah, that too. But it was great. I was covered in margarita mix. How close were you to the stage? Um, well, here's the issue. If you want to get close to the stage, you can't back up at all. Yeah. Because then you'll never get drinks again. Oh, yeah. So around like 630, we were kind of like in the middle. Yeah. And we're like, well, we're not going to get any, we're never going to get a beverage if we don't go to the back and get something. And we're not going to like try and push our way forward. So we ended up being, um, Pretty close to the back. Okay. But uh, you know, the, the, the kind of event space that yeah. it was held in right in front of our Toshiba arena Plaza. is pretty small It's not, yeah. Like, I, I get, like I, to walk through the entire thing would probably take you 15 seconds. Does that sound right? Yeah, like in the main paved area. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So how how long is it? Give people... It's give, not even like... It's, it's like 80 yards square, probably. Maybe even less than that. Yeah. It's but not got, very big. Anyway, yeah. Super interesting to imagine uh, <laughs> an event space that most people have never been to and, and will never get to be at, ever be at. Uh, what did you think of the uh, the speeches uh, one by one William Carlson? Oh, yeah. You know, those hockey guys are very, you know, hockey people are very, uh, like, reserved. Yes. You know, they're not big. You know, you got uh, athletes they, from other sports. They stick sports. to the script. They're you know, never, they're like, yeah. Athletes from other sports, they, like, they go crazy during interviews and it's a like, great television. The hockey people, they're very reserved. Yeah. And it feels like they all that energy gets unleashed when they win a championship and they just turn into the drunkest european weirdos i love it it just all they're all shirtless they're, yeah you know they're they're just pretty much like a big frat boy energy mm-hmm. just watching it online i was just like holy shit i wish yeah. i was there so that's i mean you know again uh, as someone who commutes to alternative music scenes and has a podcast about the boy of the band fallout boy um I'm, I'm a sports person i like sports it's okay to like alternative music and like sports at the same time yeah of course who, who would say that it's not i'm just ju- i'm just saying it yeah if you don't like sports, you should get into sports. Yeah. Apparently, did you hear about the UFC thing? No. Uh, I swear, right after that, let me finish this. And we'll get to follow boy. Just one second. <laughs> uh, so breaking news today on Twitter, uh, <laughs> Elon Musk has agreed to fight uh, Mark Zuckerberg in a UFC fight. Oh, yeah. Fight. <laughs> I did see that. Important stuff. Yeah, it's crazy how uh, legitimate that sport is. <laughs> the internet's a crazy place. It's getting crazier and crazier. Between like. the, the submarine... <laughs> and and billionaire uh, social media moguls fighting each other in an octagon. 
Is that why Implosion is tweeting on uh, or trending on Twitter right now? Yeah, breaking <laughs> breaking news. If you're listening to this right now, apparently the 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 submarine they found like it. Oh, uh, they like, find it. I, they they found like uh, wreckage consistent with the with the the submersive. They, they found an, a Logitech Xbox controller. Yeah. <laughs> what was that other um, mad mad mad? What was that other like? Uh, it was very popular in the nineties. The oh, Mad Cats. Mad Cats. Yeah. 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 They still make like fight controllers, so I still am, I still will buy a Mad Cat's controller. Like they make good fighters. controllers now, right? They do. They, they had a bad reputation for making bad controllers. Yeah. So. Um, aside from video game talk, like right, I swear we'll get to follow up <laughs> right after this. Um, you gonna play Final Fantasy sixteen? No, I am not. That's my media. Can I? Are you done with your media? <laughs> yeah, I'm done with my media. Okay, so for me, um, we're recording on Thursday the twenty second. I'm waiting for us to get uh, a knock at the door. And hopefully that'll be my copy of Final Fantasy 16 being delivered. Uh, in which case, I will just stop recording and start playing that. You can finish up for me. <laughs> Gladly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's just that's what I've been kind of waiting for and getting into and just watching it. It's uh, it's kind of a big deal. It, the, the, the the numbered Final Fantasies only come around like every five or six years, it feels like. Just at eight years, but that's probably... I don't like keep track of that shit. Anymore. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it depends. Like, yeah, there's definitely a drought, but yeah, it's sort of... They didn't want it to be the same way Final Fantasy 15 was, which was like a 10-year fucking shit show. Uh-huh. So they were like, all right, as soon as this is out, we start working on the next one. And then it's yeah, only you, been like three or four years. You and I are kind of like different in the way we consume video We're games. not the same type of gamer. I was no. thinking about that today, actually. Because, <laughs> I, well, sorry, can I? Oh, no, I'll go fuck myself. Yeah, I was in the middle of talking about something. But you go ahead sorry. and wag your finger no, 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 at me and I'm tell me sorry. to shut up. No, com- complete your thought. Tell I, me about how well, cool you are. I'm No, I'm not saying I'm cool. I'm just saying that... um. I was thinking about you and me today being different types of gamers because Final Fantasy 16 is sort of like the it's in the the game of the year contention automatically, yes. but as is uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Yes. So I was like, oh yeah, that 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 is two different types of games that are still trying to like take over that space of like best game of the year. Yeah, I was more gonna say like I haven't played a Final Fantasy game since seven. I think Final mm-hmm. Fantasy seven was the last one. I played, mm-hmm. and I don't really like, I don't like other than like the big Nintendo game that's mm-hmm. coming out. Like, I don't really follow, like, the new games as they come out. And I don't really follow the Nintendo games for a little bit of, like, nostalgia. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, I think about I think about you a lot. Um, <laughs> mostly in a gaming capacity, though, because it's like... It's the sound of your penis hitting the bottom yeah, of, the, yeah. of the... Ding! <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, it, it, you and you and I kind of have game video games as part of our personality or kind of our, our core makeup. Mm-hmm. But it seems like you are you are just really sort of, like, you've always just been, like, I'm a Nintendo guy. And that's, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I mean, And there's nothing wrong with that. I'd even say I'm more of just, like, a retro video game person uh-huh. who will play when, a like, a game that has, like, retro re- reckon, reckon, recognition yeah. comes out with a new game. Then I'll play that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But you're, so. never, like, you're never, like, oh, I'm watching the new releases of... Any type of game. It's no. sort of just like a semi-yearly thing. No. I yeah. don't even know what the fuck Persona is. Persona is a an action artist. I didn't ask. Okay. Um, By the but way. it's funny. Well, go ahead. You fucking... I got... You basically just bullied me a couple episodes ago when I said that I needed to go buy a new video game. That's what you're doing. You're waiting. You're sitting here waiting for your fucking new video game to show up. And 
Uh, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to name names, but a lot of people in this community make fun of me for my, my like and my want for physical media. Something, do you, what do you have? Do you have a download code that fucking Amazon's bringing you? No, you get, you're getting fucking physical media. Aren't you, you piece of shit? I'm, why, okay, first of all, have I ever been the one to be like, oh yeah, you shouldn't have physical media? That's no. Derek. That's not me. I no. agree with you. No, you have done it, and no one is brave enough to say it to my face. I hear little, little snickers about it. Keyboard warriors. <laughs> Yes, I get harassed for my love of physical media, and you are getting physical media. You're just like me, for real, for real. Okay, that's fine. I don't. <laughs> this, the, I never said that you're a piece of shit for not having physical or having physical. You media. didn't have to say it. It's the way you talk to me, and the okay. way and the way you reference me that makes me know that you. I was like, oh shit. yeah, the librarian over here with all these fucking physical <laughs> books and shit. Dewey Decimal System yeah. on my fucking <laughs> NES cartridges. Anyway. Enjoy your game. Thank you so much. I'm sure there's big anime titties in it. Isn't there? I don't I don't know. I think they're, they're trying to go for a whole like Game of Thrones thing. Oh, interesting. It's like uh, this is like the first time they, they ever wrote this uh, wrote a Final Fantasy like in English. To okay. be like, all right, now we're going to have people to just do it in English first and have it dubbed in English. And uh, yeah, it's big Game of Thrones vibe. There's like there's sex in it, which is weird. <laughs> uh, there's somebody saying fuck a lot. Like in wow. the, it's like weird that a, a Final Fantasy has somebody saying fuck, but. So instead of big anime titties, it's big European titties. Or it's like it's big Nordic titties. I guess so. I mean, there is a giant woman in it, so I'm guessing her tits do kind of go in scale with her. So nice. Yeah. Uh anyways. Um that's my that's my media. Nice. Uh, good good to catch up. Thank you. Do you feel like we kind of got our whole our uh you know our, <laughs> what about uh, our holes our holes uh just sort of like uh no I, I no mean, we're good we were you know we i covered get, everything we th- yeah i think so. <laughs> you're doing okay i'm doing okay yeah i mean again it was very jarring that we um took that week off but yeah again we're gonna record two episodes today i don't know if you don't like when i tell people that so I'm you can edit shit. that out but we're recording two episodes today to make up for it for you guys yeah we're doing this for you because we love you and we we feel sorry that we you know i'll take the burden that, that was me mick was i'll say this mick was like two blocks away, yes. eating pizza, waiting for my ass. And I was like, I, we can't do it today. Sorry. Mm. Um, it happens. Yeah. So that's all you. It was my bad. That's uh, all big me. Ups, big ups to you. <laughs> but I'm ready to go. I'm fucking, I got podcast blue balls. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's disgusting. Well, let's go get that podcast nut for you after this break. <laughs> you ever say something and you're like, you're disappointed in yourself? I like, I feel like that happens a lot. I or... don't really, I don't experience it when I say things, but I experience it when you say things. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, we'll take a quick break. Uh, we, we refresh our drinks. And... You want to talk about the t-shirts real quick before we go oh, on break? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, actually. Quick uh, plug before we go, yeah. go to break. Yeah. So we mentioned it, I think on our last episode that we have t-shirts now. Uh, by the time you hear this, they will be live on our Ko-Fi. Yeah, so if you go to uh, ko-fi.com slash dorktreepod, uh, you'll find our shirts there uh, designed by Mick's wife, Sam. Uh, and we also have our stickers as well. If you want to kind of group them all up, I'll just send it all with one flat rate shipping price. Hell yeah. And then, yeah, they're real nice. Give them a, give them a shirt. I don't know. Give them a shirt. <laughs> Give them a try. Wear <laughs> let, around. Let them wear a shirt instead of let them eat cake. Let yeah. them wear a shirt. Yeah. And then wear it to like a barbecue or something. Tell them, like, hey, I like this podcast. Or this a cookout. Yeah, at the cookout. <laughs> Do we also give a shout out to, to Kayla? Oh, I don't know yeah. if she wants me to give out her last no, name. No, she's been like, she's been like, oh, please call me out on your podcast. <laughs> I'm like, why? Kayla made made just me. Kayla Tillman Schuler. 
made me this cool shirt. I'm holding it up for the audience to see now. Yep. It says, uh, From Under the Dork Tree. That's the name of the podcast. That's us. This is badass. Thanks, Kayla. Thank you, Kayla. Kayla's my sister and uh, Mick's best friend. Yes. And then, uh, yeah. Shout out to the Filipino women in our lives who do all the the, the shirting for us. And, yeah, yes, it's Who true. give a shirt. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll, he, we'll be right back and we'll go into our track by track breakdown of Save Rock and Roll by the band Fallout Boy. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And we're back. Hi, how are you? What the fuck are we listening to? Uh, this is Blood Under My Belt by the band called The Drones. Okay, I remember them. Yeah. Not enough, to, not, I don't, I don't remember them well enough to recognize the song. But I remember well, this them. is a newer release. I think okay. uh, it's like a 2019 drop. There you go. So. I think I saw them at a, our local music festival here in Las Vegas. Life is beautiful. Mm. Once I saw them in like 2018 or something like okay. that. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah, they were still kind of doing stuff around then. Yeah, they're uh, they're going to be at area. They're no longer playing. Uh, Life is beautiful. They're going to be at area fifteen. <laughs> uh, hopefully, I can score some free tickets for that. But um, score some free tickets. We can't just pay for the ticket. I don't want to pay for the tickets. <laughs> uh, wait, let me ask you this though. Kind of segueing from concerts, the iHeartRadio tour is coming to Las Vegas. Yeah, I know. We got to figure that out. We got to figure this out. I know, I know. So they're playing the 22nd, the 23rd, I think, which is a Friday and a Saturday. Okay. Fall Out Boy will be playing both nights. Okay. Are we going to go see Fall Out Boy? We got to go see Fall we Out Boy. We have to see Fall Out Boy. That's a bad month for me. I'm doing a little bit of traveling that month, so it's already going to be, my schedule's going to be a little weird, but we can make it happen. It's the day after Carly's birthday. Carly's like, you are not going to go see fucking Fall Out Boy on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think we have to go like the 23rd if we do go. Okay, we'll see. We should get some stickers made as well and just kind of canvas the fuck out of that place sure yeah yeah i'm sure no one will give a fuck but it's okay that's not true i'm sure hey if hey okay listener if you were here if any of you are here because mick and i gave you a sticker at zia that one fucking time send us a message on instagram like just i want to know if that actually works yeah if you if you if you were listening and because you've heard of this from a a sticker you found somewhere let us know yeah a sticker in kyoto yeah there's a sticker in, in in tokyo Okay. Yeah. Fuck me. Well, yeah. You. That's two different cities. Okay. Same thing. Do you it's think, not the same thing. That's like, oh yeah, Washington D.C. and Austin, it's Texas. It's the same fucking thing, dude. Do you think someone in Japan is having a conversation between like, oh yeah, if you see uh, the sticker of our Japanese podcast in St. Louis, and the co-host is like, actually, it's in Seattle. No, they don't give a fuck, man. It's the same <laughs> fucking thing. They don't give a fuck. All right. I guess that's true. It's when a great you say it like point. that. That's a good point. All right. Yeah, um, you know, when you see Europeans, they try to draw a map of the United States. Oh, I love that shit. I don't want to get into it. Texas I, is just like 50% of the lower half of the country. <laughs> I have a big thing about that, but I'm not going to get hey, into it. Hey, shout out to all of our European fans and listeners. Um, yeah, hell yeah. One of them reached out on, on Instagram and said like, hey, I'm I'm the one guy in Sweden who likes your fucking podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. Uh, William Carlson. Is William sp- Carlson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, shout out to that guy. I didn't I never I didn't see the message because you don't show it to me. I you did see the message. You replied to him first. On oh, Instagram. Yeah, I did see yeah. that. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I was probably drunk. That um, makes sense. Yeah, shout out to him. Shout anyway. Out. Should I just hold on, I'll pause and then I'll just find his name. Uh so yeah, the listener is one uh Esben Tornhole. Uh shout out to you. I I'm probably butchering your name, but yeah. I'm a fucking stupid American, so Please forgive me. You're, there's probably going to be a lot of 
us trying to remember your name and who interacted with you <laughs> that it will be edited out and you won't hear about. But shout out to you, bro. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. So let do you want to get right into it? Let's do it. Let's should we just play grab ass for another five minutes? <laughs> let's talk about. Let's go track by track in one of the greatest fucking records ever released. Save rock and roll by the band Fallout Boy. Hell yeah! Once again, save rock and roll by Fallout Boy. It's the 2013 release. Uh, we'll start right now with the first track. The Phoenix. Track number one. The Track Phoenix. number one. Play that shit, bro. I'm just gonna play in the middle. Because there's that long weird intro. So I'm gonna just blend it in right now. Damn. Wow. It's amazing, right? <laughs> you played it like a perfect part, like kind of like the the bridge going into like the Damn, the song goes so hard. This is the best song I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> All right, I'm turning this off. <laughs> Let's talk about it. I'll the go Phoenix. F- I'll go first. So yes. this song is heavily inspired by, sonically, the composition inspired by a Soviet composer named Dmitry Shastovskits and his uh, Symphony Number no. 7 in C major. It's that string section, right? That yes. Okay. Um, you can probably listen to this on YouTube or Spotify or wherever you get your music and maybe kind of recognize it a little bit, Yeah. but this is, that's just music theory nerd shit from yeah. Patrick. And it, I guarantee no one else in the band gave a fuck. They, he, they, <laughs> yeah. Like if you want to hear the original version of it, like you can go search it on YouTube because we're not a fucking loser podcast <laughs> and we don't play classical music. So do you, let your fingers do the walking. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I guess Patrick and sometime... In the, hi- the hiatus was, you know, he's a big music theory nerd guy. So he's yeah. listening to all this stuff. And it's pretty impressive to kind of pull inspiration from that and then turn it into like Do you think this. it's like, impressive? I think I think you would be naive and an asshole okay. to say Patrick Stump isn't like a, like a musical savant. Like yeah, his ability he knows to compose, like so many instruments. Of course. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying... It's that, impressive that, in I'm that not, sense. It's not... Well, it's not impressive. I'm not saying that Patrick himself is not impressive. I think that taking a... Uh, like, oh, we've taken this classical song, we made it, we put it into our song. That's not impressive. Like, anybody could, I could do that right now. I'm going to, well, okay. Uh, spoiler for kind of my big thought on this record. Okay. Is I think um, they they put a lot of effort and thought into the composition of these songs and what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I think it goes over a lot of people's heads in a weird way. Okay. And not in a good way. Oh. It, like I think the fact that you are Patrick Stump and you are inspired by this Soviet composer. Yeah. Um and you this string section it inspires you and all this shit. And you try and put it into your save rock and roll big pop record, uh it mm, doesn't really work in a great it's way. Not in my opinion. Yeah. So getting he was back, not cooking. Yeah. Um, getting back to this song specifically, um, the London London Symph- Symphony Orchestra. Uh-huh. You know they do like Star Wars and Harry Potter and all that shit. Oh, you okay. know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, the Philharmonic Orchestra. Or yes. some, whoever yeah. the fuck they are. Again, this is a cool podcast about yeah. rock and roll. We don't talk about fucking classical music. That shit's for nerds. Yes. Um, whoever those assholes are, I guess do like the strings and the kind of like the operatic in- instrumentation. Okay. In this, so that so they he didn't just sample a recording of it he just had somebody come into the studio no 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 that's why i'm saying it's impressive it's not just a sample it's like they actually like took inspiration from that string arrangement and applied it not a sample but applied it to the song okay i didn't realize that i just thought it was just a sample yeah okay well do your fucking do your research that's a little impressive i guess (laughs) 
Um, what do you got? What are your What are your thoughts you, on this song? I, I mean, obviously, it's it's very on the nose. Like it's they're back after hiatus. The first song is called mm-hmm. "The Phoenix." You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're rising from the ashes. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, that being said, it is it is on the nose, but it's like, well, you know, it's a big stupid pop record. Like, who yeah. fucking cares? Like, let them let them do it. Put on your wall paint. Yeah, exactly. But it's also like war paint. Like it's mascara. You know, put <laughs> put your you know your 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 guys what's it called guy, guy liner, liner. yeah i would i would agree i don't think that they're in their guy liner emo phase anymore no but it's like they're getting ready you know like our we're in our vintage misery yeah i guess so. i think it looks a little better on me like it's it's cute like that's the thing i keep going back to it like it's like pete is like i think in, in a world in a weird reality like pete wentz if he doesn't become like this superstar rock star He's like a ghostwriter for like a rapper or something like not a good rapper or a famous one. I'm just saying like <laughs> he's probably a guy who like raps like he does like he he has good lines. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I Yeah. And you um, see that the most because when Patrick doesn't have Pete to bounce off of it, he just writes shit. So <laughs> I, I agree with that. I will. I, I stand by that sentiment. I will say I hate this song. <laughs> it's definitely not up there for me. I will agree. I, I think uh, I. I just, we all know what the worst song on the album is. Do we? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I. Well, I have my list. Well, did you I do, have my list? Did I you? Have my okay. List. Yeah. You gotta always make I sure. Got a list. You. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um. Th- this again. Uh. I guess I'll just say it now to get it out of the way. Um. Overproduced. Too big. Um. Lyrically, not incredibly inspired, and just kind of big. That's just big a blanket song. statement you're saying now, so you have to say it for every <laughs> song on the album. Oh, but I will. Okay. But yeah, I mean, like it's. It's a big, it's an arena. Well, look, look, here, it's, here's the thing. I was very much, if you go back to our first episode, I was not impressed by this album. After watching the Youngblood Chronicles and having this whole theme kind of play out with all these big, dumb pop songs, I'm like, I think, I think there's, it's, there's something here and it's not bad. Totally. Okay. Um, do you want to go to the next song? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Next song is My Songs Know What You Did in the Dark, Light Em Up. This song blows cheeks. <laughs> this is their biggest hit up, in, up until this moment. Yeah. God. Now it's doing. Like, I hate this weird like movie soundtrack. Like the the drum like that he's doing. It's like just a weird mo- action movie trailer. I, I hate it. Yeah, I was doing some research for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, my my compatriot, my good friend John, mm-hmm. uh, was uh, in the living room, in the dining room, while this song was playing, and would not stop fucking like humming it for like a half hour. And just yeah, just singing it to himself. It's definitely an earworm. Like, not even like not trying to piss you off. Not but, trying like... to piss me off. Just like singing it. Hmm. Um, we should, let's go. Do you want to go into the history of this song a little bit? You talked about it on on uh, two episodes, but we, it's time to let's let's get back into yeah, it. Yeah, let you have. Do you want to go deep into it? Like, what do you, do you have something for that? Yeah. So my songs know what you did in the dark. Oh, right. Of course, is the name of a song that they released. Like, or that they, was supposed to be on Dork, uh, Cork Tree. Uh, I don't think that's right. I think it was maybe it was supposed. It's on the Project Rocket demo. That came out between Evening Out and No. You don't no, think so? No. Okay. It, it was. It was. It was on. Like it was an AP. Like they were like talking about all these songs that like uh, that were gonna be on from under the court oh, tree. They're never wrong about anything. AP is never wrong. Um. Well, we'll see. I'm always right about these kind of things. Oh, so you want me to look it up right now? No, I don't really want you to. I don't want you to halt the progress of the podcast just to confirm will, that you're wrong about something. Yeah. But it's it's on that Project Rocket split. As far as I know, maybe this will be the first time Eric is right about something. 
Um, I will say, uh, while Eric is looking up, it's nice. It, it, it's like it's nice to have the long song titles back. Yeah, we do definitely get that, and it's and, and that's because this is a song from fucking you know at this point it was ten years ago or eight years ago if you're Eric. Yeah, the Project Rocket Fallout Boy uh, two part. Uh, there's someday formula for love. You charlatan. Moving pictures. Growing up. Switchblades and fidelity. So you're wrong. Well, okay. Well, y- you know what? This is what happens when you take a week off of recording. I can't remember all the details. Why did it just chat my ass about it? Why, why didn't you just be like, oh, okay, you're right. Because if I argue with you about something, you're wrong 90% of the time. So, so you're like, I, I might as well just take that chance yeah, it's every like, time. It's, oh, it's, fair. it's like a gambling strategy. That like, makes sense. Like you always hit. Like hit. <laughs> you really, if you're if you're right 53% of the time. You should hit every time. Then you're making money. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, well, you're wrong this time. So the house wins. <laughs> I'm still up. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, like, like, yeah. It be, because this is like a the name of an old song. Right. It's their backs. Like, this is the one song that'll have like an obnoxiously long song title. I miss it. Oh, that's true. I never noticed that, that is the only one that does have that that long yeah. title. And it feel it, it feels like a song title from that age. But yeah, yes, it is obviously. Yeah. What exactly era it's from? We don't know. <laughs> Eric couldn't find the information on when the song. I know when it is. It's from. <laughs> well, it like. So here's the thing. It's like they said that they. I know. Okay. I know you dickhead. Okay. Well, thank you. Anyway, what do you got? What do you got on this song? You I hate, like you this, hate song. this song. I hate this song. Uh-huh. Um, it's like everything about about this song is bad. I would say maybe like the the lyrics are okay. The only redeeming quality of this song, um, Patrick is singing is terrible. He does the I'm on fire. Yeah. Like I hate that. That's so grating to me. It's really it, it's it's. It's dated in like not even a good way. No, yeah. Like no one, no one's nostalgic about that kind of like metal singing. It and no one on wants butt rock, it. Yeah, right. Like, Am I right? Like yeah. the instrumentation, it's so big and like it's just Andy just dum 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 dum. Like it's just so. No, no one wants that kind of no. sound back. No one missed it. And when they released this song, no one was like, "Oh, it's cool to have that sound again." At least as far as I. It's I like, but here's the thing: when they released, it, I feel like everyone was like, "Oh yeah, that's just sort of like what pop is like right now." So there was. It was sort of of the time, but is now no longer like no one's nostalgic for that now. Yeah, right? that sucks, Dick. You know, it's not good. Uh, it's so simple and boring. Um, I hate the chorus so much. Um, easily the worst song on the album. But I mean, it sucks because it was like it just went fucking gangbusters. Like it's <laughs> you know it's got five hundred million streams right now on Spotify. Yeah, which just shows that we're the wrong, we're the fucking wrong ones, and everybody <laughs> else has normal music taste. Well, I mean, I think we're a podcast about. Music. Yeah. This is a radio song. Radio s- songs are not always music. They're just earworms. Yeah. Like, I, things I hate about the song. Yeah. Um, I, the, you, you said the lyrics are not so bad. I disagree. The, ly- right. the lyrics repeat themselves over well, and the over. The lyrics are the only redeeming part where it's like, okay, well, it's, there's some lines that are clever, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's not, yeah. You're always going to get that with, with Pete and Patrick. There's going to be clever, clever lyrics, but I hate the way it just, the lyrics feel uninspired because it's just Absolutely. like the same things over and over again. Yeah. Obviously, when you write a song, you typically have a chorus. Yeah. And the chorus is probably the only thing you repeat two or three times in a song. Yeah. This has aspects of the song like you hear light them up, light them up on fire a million times right. and then the whoa. And then the, oh, yeah. It, it like it is so obviously, I don't think this is even a controversial statement. It's like it that's fucking boring to like have it's the same boring. things over yeah. and over again. Um, yeah. It's the, just they just take the song was made. So that you could take parts of it and clip it or loop it into like sports transitions on like ESPN. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah. Well, look here. The good news is the album gets much better. Yeah. Starting oh, right now. Or does it? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, let's go. Do you want to go to the next song? Do you have anything else you want to say about Light 'em Up? I mean, everything. I mean, yeah, no, not really. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. I, I, my notes are, God, I still hate this song so much. And yeah. uh, this is the worst song on the album. Um, let's jump right into the next one. We're going to track three, which is Alone Together. Mm-hmm. Play it right now. Let me tell you right now. This song bangs so fucking hard. I'm not sure it bangs so hard. It's Bro. a lot better than the previous two songs. Bro. It sounds like a song. I'll the give song it that. beats ass. <laughs> yeah. I'll agree with you that it's a song. That's that's about as... <laughs> that's as, where we're meeting in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Alone Together. So here, here's my notes because I'll, I'll, you, I'm sure you probably got some stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine was I was very meh on this song initially, but once again, Youngblood Chronicles, man, it really, <laughs> I feel like Youngblood Chronicles and this song specifically because the first two songs are obviously, uh, I think the first song is Phoenix. This is the second song, I think. Um, on the record, on the on Youngblood Chronicles. Oh For, yeah, they, they, they just switch it around. A yeah. yeah. Um, I think that this is the moment where I'm like. I'm drinking the Fall Out Boy Pop Kool Aid, and I'm like, I'm I'm here for it. Like, I am now. I now no I now no longer see them as a pop punk band. They are a pop band, and that's okay. That's like a what do you call it? Like a colloquialism? Like we drinking the Kool Aid? Yes, drinking the Kool Aid. Um, it's always a weird like. So it it has drinking the Kool Aid has yes. such an inherently bad connotation. Oh, absolutely. Yes, but people. I'm not even blaming you. People use it positively all the time. It, yeah, you, I guess that's true. I mean, well, I, don't, I don't need to point it out when I say that you, when you say you're drinking the Kool Aid on something, we're talking about James. It will end, It is you are committing suicide. Yes, <laughs> and well, here's the thing: is that not inaccurate? Because I'm all in on the fucking Fall Out Boy pop train. So, <laughs> I guess. I guess. Yeah. No. No. And so I mean, yeah. Like I'm just like. This song kind of goes hard for me, and I I know that it's not a song that I should normally like, but I like it. Yeah. I think what it is, I think it, it's just I finally come around to being like in a parasocial relationship with these fucking Fall Out Boy dorks, <laughs> and I, I love these boys, and I want to see them do well. That's As it. do I. Yeah. As do I. Okay. I want to see them do well. I want to see them do well. They're playing right now at Wrigley Field. You see that? They sold out Wrigley Field. <laughs> they're not playing right. Well, I guess they might be playing right yeah, now. Yeah, well, they're is... playing... Well, yeah, probably. What is it? Five forty-five uh, Central Time. Sound check, setting up. Yeah. yeah, sound check, sound checking with that Animal Chin song. Yeah, probably. Um, this song is. It, this was a single, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. This was not a single. Not a single. No, I think uh, this. The singles were. Are you Phoenix? sure this wasn't like the fourth single? No, I think it goes Phoenix. My songs know what you did in the dark. Uh, Young volcanoes, and that might be it. Actually, no, there's more singles than that. See, or maybe I'm just rusty. See, you made me take a week off of recording, and I was, like, fucking pumped. I was, like, ready to fucking... I had all my, my stats and everything. Uh-huh. And now I'm, like, coming in like I've forgotten everything. I have a lot of, like, um, medium-term... No, you're right. I'm wrong. Alone Together is a single. Yeah! Yeah, I'm wrong. See? Like I said. Um, I know... I was pretty sure it's a single because I was reading about all the um, television appearances they made playing uh-huh. this song. Yeah. It's nuts. Today's show, the fucking Ellen show, every like late night show. We talked about this last episode. <laughs> I bears repeating though. It's like it's They played the Thanksgiving Day parade. They played the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> yes, well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles parade. Yes, Well, it's not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles parade. You we you are right. We did talk about this a couple of episodes, yeah. but I'm bringing it up again because this is like the the fourth single off this. Yeah. To still be playing all those yeah. like TV shows and parades and shit off yeah. the fourth single. It's, it's around when they released it because I think they they released this in like February, mm. early in the year. So as it kind of kind of 
had the the other songs kind of had their time in rotation. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, smart guy. That they'd be playing the Thanksgiving the, most Day, the Thanksgiving Day Parade around February. When no, they no, that's when the they release the first album. That's when the first singles are coming out and all that. Anyway, shit. okay. You want to talk about that uh, Turtles Parade again? I love turtles. Uh, <laughs> do you notice how um, uh, we're talking about the yeah they they played the like Macy's Day Thanksgiving? Yeah. Do you notice how far away Pete was from the rest of the band? Like he like they're all kind of cramped together on like the maybe we need to rewatch it. They're all cramped together like on the float. I need to watch it. Period. I've never. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, you're did you not watch? I didn't it? watch the actual the the Thanksgiving Day thing. <laughs> how did you not watch it? Because I, I looked it up and I saw, oh, yes, they, they, they did that. I have no desire to actually watch that. <laughs> so two episodes ago when we had that big chunk about what turtle every boy was. Well, that's just a conversation we would have any day of the week. I guess that's true. Yeah. You made me think you watched it. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I, I, didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to lead you astray. <laughs> anyway. When you, you watch it for the first time, notice <laughs> that Pete is like like 10, like 10 feet away from the rest of the band. Mm, it's be, a little weird. Being a real Raph. Yeah. Anyway. Real Raphael. So what do you have for Alone Together? Um, in 2002, Kitty Holmes starred in and released a movie called Alone Together. Okay. Um, it's about uh, like a uh, Kitty Holmes and her boyfriend had planned like a... It, so, so this takes place like in the pandemic. Oh, okay. So the movie is like taking place like it's like released in 2020, but it's, it's oh, like going on like... Sense, yeah. like released in 2022, going on in 2020. Yeah. And um, like her and her boyfriend were supposed to... Go to like a, you know, I don't know, Vermont or something and get a B&B together yeah. and like have this romantic weekend. Uh-huh. Um, but then the boyfriend has something come up. He has like a work thing okay. that he has to go to. I don't know. who I never saw the movie. Yeah. I would say like um, 99.9% of the population. I did not see this shit, shit bag movie. Uh-huh. Um, but then it's, uh, I watched the trailer for it. And then Katie Holmes, like the B&B gets double booked somehow. And uh-huh. there's another guy and Katie Holmes falls in love with the guy that she's staying at the B&B oh with. Oh my God. Um. Wait, is the husband there as well? He's just getting cucked the whole time. The husband, sh- no, the husband comes late. He like, oh, okay. Maybe I didn't explain that properly. Yeah, this fucking horrible movie that, uh-huh. that has <laughs> no plot. Um, the husband or the boyfriend is late, has okay. a work meeting, he so he has to come a, a couple days later. Okay, and so the the she meets a guy. Anyway, I just it's I just can't believe there are all these COVID movies now. I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, I mean that makes, but that but we I think we talked about that when when it was happening. It's like, oh, they're gonna make. Anytime you see a movie that just is supposed to take place in the past and you want mm. them to reference like where they are, it's just like, oh, yeah, we're filming. Everyone has a face mask on. Yeah. It's like the COVID era. Yeah. So anyway, if you're Googling Alone Together, you might accidentally stumble upon this uh, Katie Holmes movie. It's not Fall Out Boy related. So uh, were there any lyrics that kind of stood out to you or you have any notes on for this song? Um, the <laughs> No, I, I have more pop culture references. Oh, yeah, please want. go ahead. Be, by all means, go ahead. Um, The song Alone Together by The Strokes off their, off their 2001 record, Is This It? Oh, okay. Um, I listened. We've been listening to The Strokes a little. I don't know about yeah. you. I've been listening to The Strokes I've been a little bit recently. The every now and then. But then when I, I listened to the whole Strokes record, yeah. when I found out that there was also a song called Alone Together, and it's like the worst song on that record. Is that interesting? Probably not. But Hold on, we're going to listen to it right now. <laughs> Alone Together by The Strokes. Oh, I know this song. It's not even like that bad of a song. Well, this album's good. The album's good. This yeah. is, but this is like I, I kind of decided. It's just not one of the bangers. No, it's not. Yeah. The Strokes are cool. Yeah, the Strokes are cool. Um, yeah. Do you want to go into some lyrics? I think you, it feels like you have some lyrics that you really like from this song. If you want to, well, yeah, that's just sort touch of like your talk on them. I feel like the uh, there's a couple of good lyrics. It's just like I wouldn't say they're good. They're not like 
profound. They're just clever. They're the <laughs> Pete Wentz lyrics. Uh, I'm outside the door. Invite me in so we can go in and play pretend. You know, he's like a vampire. He's a Dracula. Pete Wentz is a Dracula. Okay. Um, one of the reoccurring themes is waking up dead. Hmm. You know, one of the, a part of the chorus is a uh, what's it? Uh, I'll check in tomorrow if I don't wake up dead, and that's also touched upon in Ratatat. Okay. Um. I don't think I even noticed that because I no? was so, so obsessed with this Kitty Holmes movie. <laughs> oh, you were watching the whole movie, yeah. Uh, and there's another lyric, um, my heart is like a stallion. They love it more when it's broken. You know, mm. that's cute. Because, you know, when you break a stallion to kind of tame him. Oh, yeah. It's like a bro- we, we love Pete when he's got a broken heart and he's a piece yeah. of shit. I guess. I was thinking about a... I don't want to say what I was thinking about. You think about horses? Just, yeah. You're like a horse girl. I am a horse girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you love this song. Huh? I love... Yeah, I like this song. It's great. The song is great. It's a stew. It's a not. You know, it's not even. Stu- it's just a sweet pop song. I love it. It's a great song. Yeah. Um. A quick side note, not necessarily about this song, but when I was reading kind of other people's analysis of this song, yeah, I'm going to read you a couple quotes. Sure. Um, the song has been described by critics as a, a mix between power pop and a pop song. Yeah, you re- you heard that, that right. Doesn't make sense, but okay. It's just a power pop song, then. Yes. Um, <laughs> another uh, person on some random website says, "Notice the juxtaposition juxtaposition in the title of the phrase being alone together." So, in fact, the two are not alone. Oh my god! It's I'm, called a double entendre, you dumb fuck. I'm bringing this up because we talked about this man a couple episodes ago, and yeah. I have not heard oh. from him. Shadow in plain sight. Reddit oh, user. Yeah, yeah. Um, I sent I've been sending you messages. I've sent you a couple messages. I've sent him messages as well. Be like, hey man, we talk about you on our podcast. Yeah, yeah. I you're <laughs> please like listen. Just leaves us on red. If anyone can get a hold of this guy, shadow in plain sight on Reddit. User, yeah. Um please. Yeah. I wanted to be on the podcast. We want you on the pod. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got for for uh what's the song? Alone together. Alone together. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's like it's like a double entendre. You know, you're like, oh, let's be alone together. Like, let's have sex or let's yeah. be alone together. It's very yeah. sweet. Oh, yeah. Great song. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Tens across the board. Uh, <laughs> let's go right into the track four. Uh, where did the party go? Where did it go? Damn, this song is okay, too. This song's good. This is good. T- you like this song. I really do this like might this might be your song. favorite song, I feel like. I'm not, we're not going to go into the rankings, but... I'll bet dollars to donuts. I'm not going to tell you. This might be my favorite song. Okay. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that uh, that bass intro, we'll get to bass corner for a little bit. If you if you look at the actual boom, notes boom, for it, boom, 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 it's sort of, it reminisces, it's like the intro to Dance Dance. Mm. Like you hit like a like an A note like twice in that same sort of like reference. And it's, look at it, this guy. It, fucking it, rock star well, I was Ricky playing Gene a little, Simmons I was, over here. I was playing fucking... it today and I was like, oh, this kind of feels like the, the Dance Dance intro a little bit. You were... We, <laughs> you grabbed your bong. You grabbed it off of your milk crate nightstand. Spilled a little bong water on yourself. Well, okay. If we're gonna talk about me being into like fish and shit, like ne- next for next episode for my media, I've got some fish shit. So, but um, yeah, no, like the the sort of the the bass intro. It's sort of built like the 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 line from Dance Dance. So okay, yeah, yeah. I, I have the I have I really like the bass line in this song. I kind of like the whole song. I do too. In general, yeah. Kind of like. It doesn't really, really feel like a Fallout Boy song, but right. it, it kind of does, and I'm okay with well, that. Well, I have what, something for that. Whatever it is, it's okay. What do you got? So this song, this song was originally, I think, it's primarily written by Patrick, mm. and he intentionally, intentionally wanted this to be on Soul Punk, but he was like, uh, "It's missing something." I really feel like it's more of a Fallout Boy song. Yeah. yeah so yeah. he shelves it. 
But I, I mean, he wrote it when he was doing Soul Punk. So, like, it's really kind of intended for that, which is why maybe it doesn't feel like a Fallout Boy song to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool, man. Uh, <laughs> he drops the, the F-bomb in this song. Yeah, he does. He says a lot. We've been, I've been... This is parental advisory on this <laughs> album, guys. Um, this kind of, like, this song kind of feels like, maybe I'm projecting a little bit. Okay. But, like, it feels like the 2000, being 2003 kids in uh-huh. 2013. No, where did the party go? It's kind of oh. like if you're if you're in Fallout Boy and you're like having you know you know you're you're touring, you're on Warp Tour, you're right. playing all these like emo and pop punk shows, and yeah. all of a sudden it's 2013 and you're like, well, there's nobody at these fucking shows yeah, anymore. I'm too, old, I'm too old to do that. You're, yeah. it's, I kind of think that's what this song is about. Yeah, a little bit. You know, I mean, it's definitely it could be that or like obviously like when you're you're sort of like on a hiatus as a band and you kind of mm-hmm. come back, you're like you're no longer sort of like. You're not in the group anymore. Like people don't know if you're going to be around anymore or yeah. not. So it's like, I guess like you're you're sort of like out of the limelight at it, that point. It's probably a little bit of, of like the the entirety of the band coming up to the hiatus, like the entire yeah. the time when they were, you know, um, everything from evening out up to the hiatus. It's yeah. Like now you're in this new era. Like the party is you're in kind of a new party. You know, where yeah. the party go? Well, you're in a new kind of party. It's not really the same True. party. It's like a big pop the scene has party. changed yes when did when was the last time you think you went to like a hotel party or something like that oh or a house party well hotel party was the the engagement party or the uh bachelor party well that doesn't really count yeah uh but a house party like oh god i don't even but like a true hotel party like or any, any kind of party was time like, like so you went to my bachelor party but that wasn't that's not like a party that's right. like a gathering of like my close friends right like i guess like the last kind of house party i remember would be like poop house <laughs> yes poop house um for the uninitiated everybody listening to this podcast except for like 10 people well not the guy in sweden not the woman in brazil they don't know that in like she's in buenos aires that's argentina fuck me <laughs> no i'm talking about another brazilian oh okay yeah, anyway um they don't know that in like 2000 what was it probably 2016 do you think that house that house probably party? yeah 16 15 we went to a house party and someone put their 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 feces their all over on the walls all over the walls yeah yeah it wasn't a great party i mean uh, it was party was nice the poop house party was not great well i mean wasn't it we're still talking about it how many house parties did you go to this is interesting like five it's your life yeah <laughs> i don't believe you <laughs> you nerd um I, I uh isn't that like yeah of course we didn't want to be in a house where there was a bunch of poo poo on the walls but if you look back on your life and you think about all the house parties you went to and all these that's experiences you, that's sure. the one that's always like the one that we like that like we talk we, about poop we, house. you know we talk about so in that sense maybe the best house party we ever, we ever went to <laughs> most memorable by far i guess yes. um do you have anything else for where did the party go no no more poop <laughs> no more poo poo um yeah patrick says a bad word he says got me all fucked up on love mm-hmm. uh he also says uh Looked for your name on the Ouija board and your naked magic. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I thought that was a great line. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. My oh, heaven. dear Lord. That's, that's written by Patrick. He's like, I'll take care of the lyrics <laughs> on that one. Um, yeah. I like this song a lot. It's a good song. Yeah. Nice. Uh, let's go into the next track. Track five. Just one yesterday starring foxes. <laughs> not starring. I mean, featuring foxes. Not yeah, starring. Starring. Jackass. Look at that, that, that Americana voice. <laughs> just, I'm singing out Law Country, Patrick Stone. Do you want to play this song from the very beginning for a second? Do you want me? Yeah. You yeah. Want to be in? 
Just a good old boy, Patrick Stump. This is an original thought. I didn't. I'm not the first person to have this observation. It sounds like Adele. It sounds like Rolling. Oh, absolutely, in- absolutely, yes. And that's and that's an important thing. I think that's. Um, I, I want to uh, stick a stick a pin in that. Yeah. This is just an example of it. It, it really sounds like an Adele song. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because yeah, that that that's pretty much rolling in the. Is that rolling yeah, in the dirt? It sounds like the Adele song, not Adele song. It sounds like ro- roll, rolling in the deep, not rolling, rolling in the, the dirt. Rolling not a fucking stray dirt. cat, <laughs> like a street rat. <laughs> um, I looked it up too, just to make sure. I was already pretty sure. Yeah, rolling in the deep came out like a year before this. Oh, and it just went song. nuts. Yeah. So, yeah. um. Well, that's you see that all over this album, like Fall Out Boy kind of taking things that are like big and popular at the time, yeah, and just kind yeah, of like yeah. lifting it, and they're like, "All right," um, and it worked. This is I, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go c- kind of completely off topic here for just a second, sure. if you'll allow me. I will. Have we ever talked about Olivia Rodrigo on this podcast or in no, our... no, we haven't. Okay, so Olivia Rodrigo, she's like a um, like a Disney star, had a a big hit with um. The driver license song a couple years ago. Uh-huh. You can play it if you want. Sure. And then there's that. And then there's another song that was even an even bigger hit. She for a moment there it felt like she was going to be like a next like um big female. I mean she's pop pretty star. fucking big. She's got 36 million monthly listeners. On she Spotify. hasn't put out a record in a couple like years. Oh I really? Say. Like the for how big she was, mm-hmm. you yeah two years. Yeah, you probably she should be there. Should be some every year and a half. From like, her. Yeah, I don't sure. know what's going on. I don't have any insight, and that's not really what we're talking about today. This record, her, it's, I think it's called Sour. Olivia Rod- yes. uh, gets a lot of criticism because pretty much every song is like kind of a ripoff aesthetically or sonically mm-hmm. from another kind of music. Okay. So the song Good For You, you want to play that yeah, real I'll play quick? Yeah, I'll play it right now. This is Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. Um, gets criticized a lot for being a like Paramore ripoff. Not so much here, but in the chorus. Let's no, go in the chorus. If you can find it feels so weak in the ears. Yeah. It's not recorded particularly well. It's pop music and it's like, but people say it's um, that one big Paramore. So what's the one, the one big Paramore song? Oh, it's the, well, whatever makes yes. you bright, but I got them where I want him now. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, yeah, I can see, I get, yeah, the, the way the, 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 uh-huh. the, the note structure kind of goes up and mm-hmm. down like that. And a lot of them are like really random. Like there's a lot of like specific Taylor Swift songs that's, that she, she kind of gets yeah. accused of stealing. Billie Eilish. Okay. The very first song in this record sounds like Pump It Up from Elvis Costello. Hold on a second. <laughs> Br- is it the song Brutal? Yes. Um. So why am I bringing this all up? Why are we talking about this 19-year-old pop star who put out a giant pop record? It reminds me a lot of this Fall Out Boy record. It feels like they went out of their way to steal a lot of, like... They absolutely did. S- steal? Take heavy inspiration from a lot of... A lot oh, of, I see. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, so there's obviously this Just One Yesterday sounds a lot like an Adele song. Yeah. Um, Young Volcanoes, we talked about it. Sounds like the folk, neo-folk or, stuff, yeah. you know? I think that happens a lot in this record. And it, feels, it sounds like Train, yeah. It's uh-huh. a Train song, yeah. It feels like Fall Out Boy kind of went out of their way a little bit to... You know, we read the quote a couple weeks ago about how they wanted to have a more modern sound. Yeah. I think they made a little bit of a boo-boo and went too modern and took from a lot of things that were very modern at the moment. But different, it, like, ends of the spectrum. Yeah, and it makes the record sound, like, very dated because it's, like... It oh, sounds yeah, it sounds so. like early 2000s Adele. It sounds like early 2000s neo-folk. It early sound, aughts. Like yeah, the, the 2010s. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, so we'll see if uh, Olivia Rodrigo's uh, record, Sour, 
is scrutinized in the same way as Fall Out Boy's. History will not be kind to <laughs> Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. But anyway, that's my big chunk about... Um, I get it, though. Yeah, I I didn't... I, I thought that. I didn't write it down, so I'm glad you brought it up with the Adele thing. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, that is big beat for beat, like yeah. the rolling of the deep. Anyway, what do you got about this song? Do you like this song? I love this song. You love it. I, I once again <laughs> because of the Youngblood Chronicles. I at first I was like, oh, this song sucks. It's just Patrick doing this sort of like southern like reading <laughs> my head, and it's like, but now I'm just like, yeah, go off, King. Okay. Um, you're drooling. I right keep now. coming back to it. Yeah, it's like, uh, but yeah, obviously, like the sort of uh the tones and themes of this uh, song is like a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, one of the things that's, I don't know how deep you went into the lyrics, but um, part of the lyrics for the chorus are like, anything you say, Kenan, will be held against you. Oh, so only say my name. <laughs> so it's like that, that, remember that old like pickup line from like the 80s where it's like, if I told you you had a nice body, would you hold it against me? <laughs> I feel like you've probably used that at a bar in the last like uh, ten, 10, 10 years. years. Yeah. 10 years. Jesus. Uh, you disgust me. <laughs> No, I've never used it. No. Um, I have the entire like Wikipedia page for a fox copied into my notes. Do you want me to read that? Uh, yeah. No, I, fucking, I will not. I fucking not. I will not do that. Sometimes I think I do too much research for this podcast. I keep coming back to this song. I don't... I I think Patrick's doing like his best like Americana voice, and I think it's... It doesn't come off as genuine, but I don't mind it. Mm. Um, This is a good song. I don't mind his voice in it at all. Yeah. I don't really mind the song at all. Do you? So you you like this song? This is your favorite song in the album. What I like, do I say I, I'm fine with it? It's a fine song. Okay. It doesn't do it doesn't really tip the scale for me a lot, but I'm like, this is a fine song. If someone, if I were, if I walked into a room, this song was playing, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do a 360 and walk out. You'd go, Fallout Boy. <laughs> um, I did a little bit of research on this Fox's woman. Yeah, none of it's interesting. Uh, I have some from a uh, listener, Alex, as well. If you oh, okay. Get yeah, a dog. The A train. Ooh, the A train. <laughs> All aboard. We're just doing foley effects now. <laughs> Is that the sound of it? Does that sound like a train? It's like a cat or something. <laughs> That's just, what are you doing? Trying to make a train sound. The A train. <laughs> the A like whale noises. The A train is pulling into the station. <laughs> yes, hello, Alex. <laughs> Where? What, quit looking on your fucking phone. Well, I'm what? pulling up his notes about foxes. Oh my god! Hurry up. Do you know if you want to get into something? Go ahead. No, I'm waiting for you. Oh, okay. I don't have anything well, else to I say. I will edit this out until we get to it. No, um, I have something to say about foxes. Fuck you asshole. Okay, go ahead. She has a massive hit with some DJ that Clarity song. That oh, the Clarity. Zed. Zed. Yeah. Zed. Um, it has like 40 billion listens. Yeah, this is foxes. It's our only big song. Um, oh yeah, that's all Alex had. <laughs> He oh really? Me, he gave me the song. Yeah. Oh nice. Um, did you A train oh, coming in clutch. BB Rexa. Oh yeah, some Fallout Boy news. Yeah, some Fallout Boy news. BB Rexa clonked with a cell phone. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. What an asshole. That guy was a dick. What a jackass. He was like, I thought it'd be funny, and we were just laughing about it. Right now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, not funny. funny. <laughs> it's it's you know what's funny about it that someone could be that fucking stupid, True. and then and then just be like like why don't you. <laughs> Like, have you ever been like, oh, man, I'm really enjoying the show. I wonder if I should throw my $500 <laughs> phone at that person. 
And then, like, he did you see he, like, got interviewed afterwards, and he didn't, like, he, like, doubled down. He's like, he's probably a sociopath. Yeah, he, he wasn't like, oh, I, like, I, you know, I just love BB Rexa, and I wanted to give her my phone, and I, I just. <laughs> I thought she should have my phone. <laughs> I, I thought maybe. Text me. <laughs> Text me your number. That's not how that works. Um, But, yeah, it's uh, it's not funny. She got really. <laughs> yeah, she got stitches. Yeah. Um, BB, you're in our thoughts. Um, if anytime you want to be on the show, we're just send us a message on Instagram. We'll we'll try to get you in between uh, Alex Quag and um, my Sh- sister. Shadows in plain sight. Shadows in plain sight. Condolences we'll- from the Dork Tree Pod. Yes, of course. Um, anyway, <laughs> we have the worst podcast. Ever. <laughs> um, anything else on Just One Yesterday? No, it's a great song. There are still 14 tracks on this record that we have to go over. <laughs> that is not true. It's not true at all. But um, yeah, that was just one yesterday. We're gonna go right into uh, track six, which is the mighty fall. Should I try to get us in the where the the big Sean verse? You want to cover that? Sure, I don't give a fuck. This song sucks. So you play it wherever. Don't yes. even play it at all. Yeah, play Elvis Costello. Pump it up. Once again, very arena dumb rock. Like yeah, for instrument like ly- like instrumentation on this. We had a couple pretty okay songs for a second, and this one's. Right not a bang right back into the shithole yeah it's not as bad as like my songs no but it's it's up there mm-hmm. this is big sean this song is not good his his bars are bad his bar okay, really so, bad. so i have a note about that it's like i think i i was reading out the lyrics and the lyrics aren't bad they're kind of like you know they're the little snappy one-liners but like his i think it's his delivery he's like Oh, I might be thinking about you, but uh, you know, I'm on my back, so the grind don't stop. It's just not—it's not very enthusiastic. I agree that his delivery is bad. Yeah, and I also, but I um, also agree with myself that it's just bad in general. Hold on, let me go over his lyrics then, because I—I I don't think that's true. I looked over. I was like, the lyrics are okay. You love doing this kind of bit. Was it like this Alan Wright kind of bit where you just read read rap lyrics in a monotone voice? Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to get off the ground with like a like a, what's his name, Captain Kirk, spoken <laughs> um, word, William Shatner. Yeah, yeah. So okay, okay. You know what? You know you. <laughs> all right, let me try to get into the whole the whole. All right, I get a cigarette going like go loungy. <laughs> Hello, yeah. I know you said not to call unless I'm dying. Well, I'm driving and I can't stop staring at my eyelids. But even though my eyes closed, I still see you. I just hope that when you see me, I'm not see-through. You know how we do. Sometimes I swear I need a day just for me to lay with some TNA. But by the way, we, the way we do is, oh, deeper, baby, straight up, chemistry, DNA. Make me want to give every of my dollars to B of A. Like, I let her climb on top. I'm either fucking or working, so the grind don't stop. They say I got screws missing. Well, hell... Only when I'm missing you. And hell yeah, I'm a dick girl. Addicted to you. That's not bad. Um, It's pretty bad. No, it's bad. By the way, I'm a dick. I'm addicted to you. Simple Plan did that like 10 years ago. <laughs> That's true. Um, So you're, congratulations, Big Sean. You're stealing lyrics from Simple Plan. Some of our worst Canadians. <laughs> Who's the best Canadian? Nathan Fielder? <laughs> Nathan Fielder's up there. The kids in the hall up, oh, there, up true, there. True, true. Um, that's about it. If you're not stars and bars, baby. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
This song, we didn't really like you. We it, kind of in the beginning, it has some weird like Nightmare for Christmas vibes. Oh, that. Bah, 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 yeah. Bah. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. Was it too scary? Yeah. Scared you get scared. <laughs> um, you're, you're a big Nightmare Nightmare for Christmas guy? No, that's lame. Okay. The You know who's a big Nightmare for Christmas guy? Hmm. Uh, Fifth Beetle Louie. He loves Nightmare Before Christmas. Does he? Yeah. That makes sense. He, yeah. He's a, a dark got a dark humor yeah he's got that hot topic hoodie with jack skellington's head on it <laughs> i'm just kidding he probably he might have it at some point if you have it louis reach out let us know <laughs> um, um we love you let's talk about this actual what is this song about so or do we not even give a fuck i give a fuck <laughs> the mighty fall mm-hmm. uh it's a little double play on we're a double entendre again the mighty fall dot 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 in love okay um you know, it's just about being in a bad relationship, and that kind of they kind of glorify it as they always do. Mm-hmm. Um, the instrumentation reminds me very much of "Light 'Em Up." Like there, I feel like this is like a sister song to "Light 'Em yeah. Up." It's just got those weird little like dumb, the the stupid dumb drums. Like it's not, yeah, it's not good. Do you think that Pete thinks he's the mighty, and he fell in love with Ashley Simpson? Oh, maybe. Yeah, deep yeah, shit. That's some deep <laughs> thoughts right there. I don't know. Good. This song sucks. Dude. You don't like this, so you don't like this song. No. Okay. You want to talk? Go a little bit more into Big Sean. Yeah, sure. Do you know he has a kid with Janaeco? 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 I did not know that. He did has he? a kid with her. Really? You know, and I was reading uh, her. How do you say her name? Jane Aiko. J- Jane Aiko. Yeah. I was reading her. I'm going to show you something on my sure. phone real quick. Can not you show me like, a, a dick or something. <laughs> uh, not great for an audio podcast. I was trying to figure out how to pronounce her name, so I went to her Wikipedia and I and I saw her like annotated i guess is what 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 is do you see that like the yellow it's d3 e i n it's moving too much oh that the fuck is that i don't know that's like her annotated her she she put that in herself like that's how you say my name (laughs) anyway that's we'll put that in the show notes if you guys want to try to read it yeah it made me realize i don't really know how to read like annotated um, i feel like i was looking at what you were showing me and i was just i couldn't see letters anymore i was just having a stroke (laughs) There's a there's a D and a three in it. Where is there a D? anyway? I don't know. Um, Kids these days, like Elon Musk's kid. Oh yeah, <laughs> your favorite USC fighter. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Big Sean has a lot of hit songs, including "Feels" by Calvin Harris and him and Katy Perry. It has like again twenty billion listens. Right. Um. It's funny, like that. Fall Out Boy get, get all these people like on like. Their records who have like massive, massive. Well, Big Sean was just coming out of Ramadan yeah. anyway, so he's still kind of like on the come up. Yeah, and meanwhile, Fall Out Boy just recently had their first billion streams. Yeah, on. exactly. So, anyway, that's yeah. all I got. Big Sean, Big Sean, shout out to you. Probably mm-hmm. not. You're probably not the best dude, but it's fine. Fan of the podcast. Fan of the podcast, Big Sean. Uh, let's get right into the next song. Uh, track number eight, Death Valley. Um, I have some thoughts about this. Is that right? Is, that is, is the next song Death Valley or is it Miss Missing You? Oh, God. Is it Miss Missing You? Who gives a fuck? Do Death it Valley. Is, no, uh, uh, the, the song kept playing while I was off. Okay, so track uh, seven, Miss Missing You. Sorry. I didn't mean to correct you like No, that. it's okay. Because I could have just let you do like yeah, Death Valley. Yeah, and then I've had to do work later with posts. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. So thank, thank you, Mick. <laughs> I read a quote from Patrick about this song, and uh-huh. he was kind of nerding out about the guitar sounds. 
and yeah. how they sound like synthesizers. He's like, isn't that, it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's these, all like 16th notes that he's just hitting. Yeah, we got like these, he's like, we got these guitar sounds and they sound like a, yeah. they, they sound like, the whole sound, the whole song sounds like one giant synthesizer. So that, he, that's the, that's not but, a good but, thing. But, well, I mean, there's, so he's he's saying that it's cool that it just sounds like, he's nerding out about some of the cool guitar sounds they got. Hey, I mean, hey, he's a nerd, you know, it's like what you expect, you know, it's, I think that, I think it's, personally it's hard to play like that for of course. A, a long time so i guess there's some there's some like respect in that i guess you should give that's, it that's what i was saying that's what i was trying to say earlier it's like the, yeah. i will never cast any shade on patrick's talent yeah and his commitment to kind of do interesting things yeah and this isn't land it's not always it's not always it doesn't right. always make for like interesting listening yeah it's like yeah the guitars sound like synthesizers it's not, <laughs> he gives it to pete pete's like i'm not gonna fucking play that <laughs> yeah like um so anyway what else you got uh, Miss Missing You. So I made a mistake earlier. This is the song that was originally supposed to be on Soul Punk. I wasn't going to correct you. Oh, did you, did you know them? I have that note. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you for not correcting me. Yeah. I'm just making me look like a douchebag to some person who's listening to this like 20 minutes for 20 minutes. Hey, buddy, no one's listening to this podcast would have ever known if you didn't say anything. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, that's that's probably true. But uh, I mean, yeah, just notes that we kind of touched on before. Like this is very heavily influenced by the killers, whether they intended it on it or not. Like this sounds like a killer song. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lyric though where it's like, uh, you were my picket fence. Is that like, is this song just sort of like a, I miss missing you. And that's just my being with you is sort of like my metaphor for like a normal life. Um, yeah, I think the picket fence, rep- the picket fence represents a normal life a little, a little bit. I read this song as miss missing you. Like it is Mrs. Missing you. Wow. You're stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid. I'm just kidding. Sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> I thought that was. I miss missing you. No, it's I miss missing you because I don't miss you anymore. I'm stepping away. From <laughs> oh <the> no. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm don't sorry. Ever talk to me like that again. <laughs> it's no. I'm clever. So you think it's a a, a, a person? This is a character, <laughs> dude. I don't know, man. This is the most. This isn't the worst song on the record. It's the most boring though. Oh my god. Our so our rankings are gonna be so off. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, you know. Um, I, I I'm not doing a very good job of hiding it. I don't love this record. I don't I don't like this record. So we'll see where we land. You know, if this song were on Patrick Stump Soul Punk, this would be probably the best song on that album. I don't. That's not saying a lot though. Yeah, but you know, that's possible. I guess I don't remember. We did that Soul Punk episode. I can I can don't remember any of the songs with that Soul Punk. Oh, I couldn't tell you either. Other than a couple like days ago, Derek kept singing that. Derek was like walking around the house going this city. <laughs> and I was like, "Why are you?" Well, doing that's the that? only part of the song he knows. It's also weird. He doesn't listen to the podcast. He's he is a he's, he does not listen to the. That is true. He's he a firm non fan of the podcast, so <laughs> I, which I can't help but respect. Yeah, you know? no, I'm for it. <laughs> Tell us how much you hate the podcast. He's he's like he can't hear this. He's never gonna know. <laughs> um, that's all I have for Miss Missing You. Do you have anything for that? Um, do you ever see these interviews where mm-hmm. um, Puff Daddy and Sting are talking about how? Um, after uh, Biggie Smalls died, they released that tribute record, uh-huh. and then the big hit off of it is "I'll Be Missing." The, oh, right, yeah, and it samples the 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 police, the police, yeah. And apparently, uh, Puff Daddy didn't get permission. Oh, have you ever? So you haven't? Seen I don't it. know that. This yeah. is the thing; it's kind of circulating around the internet a little bit right now. Okay, so Puff Daddy and Bad Boy Entertainment didn't get permission from Sting and the rest of the police right. to sample that song, and apparently, uh, he has to pay. Sting, two thousand dollars a day. Oh shit! And I 
okay, one a couple things. Number one, two thousand dollars a day. I'm not sure that's that that's misinformation. He's probably paying him a bulk amount. At the end, yeah, yeah. Like, he's just he's saying it like it's a day. Yeah, he's not cash wrapping. But is him. he paying him every year? Probably. Really? Maybe every quarter. And I was thinking, and so then, this is going on in perpetuity. Yes. Like it's not like it's until just for two, one time. And I have the, it's until 2053. Holy shit! So he owes him. Well, I mean, you could do the math: two thousand times three hundred sixty-five. Um, I'm not going to do it because math is for Republicans. Um, uh, no, sir, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then uh, the other thing I have is. Uh, just a reminder of like how celebrities and famous people like are nothing like us. Oh yeah, true. Like seven hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year. The idea of paying someone two thousand dollars a day for something is like, uh, we, that's crazy. Getting two, getting <laughs> okay, getting two thousand dollars a week mm-hmm. sounds fucking great. Like oh I'm on board for that shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna go. We're not gonna go into like our. We're poor. Yes, we do not make. We do not make anywhere near two thousand dollars. A day? I'll suck your dick for $2,000. A week? I don't make $2,000 a month. <laughs> well, I mean... Okay. I'm making like $1,700 a month right now. I can edit this out if you want. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's go into Death Valley. This is where you... this is You jumped the gun on this one. You wanted to listen to this song. Listen I was to like, it. I want to see that video with Tommy Lee in it. <laughs> yeah, so next song is track 8, Death Valley. We're getting right into that right now. Hell yeah. The song is good. Damn, Patrick's going off. We should just have a cover of this song. Our, our version is so much better. Yeah. We, we just sound like ghosts. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing some good, uh, like... Uh, some voice work. Yeah. The, the, We're like, the, they're like the guy from Police Academy. Yeah. <laughs> when the A-Train was pulling into the station. <laughs> oh, that's a ship, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah so that was Death Valley. Um... One of the first songs that Patrick was like, hey, Joe, I need you to get in the fucking studio and write some shit. This is a Joe Troman joint. This is a Joe Troman joint. Uh, I think Patrick helped with the composition a little bit, but this is yeah. like 90, 95% Joe. Because it, it does it does feel like noticeably more like rock and roll. Yeah. Not, 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 I wouldn't say harder because mm-hmm. it's not harder. It's just it's more rock and roll. Yeah, it feels like it, after listening to the damn things and maybe what he wanted to do with the damn things. Yeah, it's not surprising that this is kind of Joe took the lead on this song. This is a Joe song. Yeah, um, um, the dubstep, uh, the dubstep little breakdown, the that's drop. Another, yeah, that's another thing they they kind of took for what was popular <laughs> at the time. It's like throw a dubstep in there. See, yeah. it's not good. Doesn't age well. It does not. Anything with dubstep does not age. It ages like fucking milk now. Yeah. So. Other than Skrillex. People love... Is Skrillex Dubstep? Yeah, he's the, the father of Dubstep. The daddy. The daddy. Um, Joe composed this song while hiding in the closet at his in-law's house. I saw that, yeah. Um, the context of that situation has never really been disclosed because Joe is, from all accounts, a normal human being that doesn't... Uh, he's a pervert, dude. <laughs> Have you seen all this backlash towards the Big Lebowski? On the oh, internet. Yeah, you, you took that <laughs> fucking tweet that I retweeted and you were like, hey, this is good. You don't own that tweet. I don't there was own a lot that of tweet. there was a lot of conversation I don't own that tweet. I know. on the internet about it. Of course I've seen that backlash. That backlash is a shit take. Yeah. Horrible. Get we'll a get job, in, sir. We'll get into it next week. Okay. Um Or you want to just do like a little a little segue for Big Lebowski and just talk about Big Lebowski for like five minutes. <laughs> I'll I set like, a timer. I feel like this episode's already gonna be four hours long, and so next oh, wow, episode. Already, we've already been recording for an hour after that break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll save the Big Lebowski chunk for next week. I'm sure everyone will be looking into that. Um 
Anything else you got on this? Yeah. So um, obviously Tommy Lee is in the video. Um, one of the things I kind of stood out was one of the lyrics was like, put the D in dirt. Had you ever read the book, The Dirt? No. So there was that there was that movie a few years ago about Motley Crue. There's a fly in my office. It's bugging the shit out of me. Yeah, bugging. <laughs> um, so the D and Dirt. Christ. There's a book from 2001 called The Dirt, where it's just, it was just like the Motley Crue uh, autobiography or biography, I guess. Uh, That's just like kind of another rock and roll little a little dip of uh, the rock and roll into your finger. I know you're not talking about books again on this podcast. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's a, it, make, it makes you feel better. They made a movie about it. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Yeah. I, I do like the movie versions of books. Yeah. Like Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The song isn't terrible, but it's still kind of mid. Like, it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, 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 I feel like a lot of these songs, and I, you know, I guess it's maybe unfair, but most, it, I, I could never hear these songs again and, and never even remember that I heard them in the first place. So I know you, well, you've been off for a week. Well, we've been off for a week, but have you not been listening? To this? We've been off for a week. Have Don't you, try and fucking say I've been I'm off. asking you if you've been listening to this in your free time. No, because I have. <laughs> no, but uh, I don't want look fans and guests of this podcast yeah. don't question my dedication. I have started listening to American Psycho. Yeah, American Beauty, whatever it's called. Yeah, American Beauty, American Psycho. So I am. I've been listening to that record. Um, it's good, it's, right? Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> All right. It's better than this record. I'll tell you that much. All right. Well, we're getting right into track nine, which is Young Volcanoes. Young Volcano. Damn, this song goes so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me want to wear a stupid hat. I kind of want to wear a stupid hat. Like one of those like LA hats. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a stupid hat. Yeah, I would love that. So you don't like this song? Uh, um, no. I mean. Really? This song bangs. There's a million songs that sound exactly like this. Once by bands, again? Yes, it's By absolutely. bands who, like, their genre, their style, stylistically try to make music who sound like this. And Consistently. Me, yeah, yeah. And it's like, to me, those are like, this is this is kind of a cheap imitation of those kind of songs. Even though the song itself is not that offensive. Maybe Fall Out Boy is just trying to be like Ween, in a sense, where they kind of take different genres and they're like, <laughs> we can do these songs. They're just, they're letting you know, like, we can do any genre and make it great. Our demographic uh, consists of... 30-somethings that I know, yes. so I know none of them like Ween. Yeah. Or high schoolers who have no idea who Ween is. Right, right, of course. Um, So I'm not afraid to talk. I am not. I do not get the whole Ween thing. Ween is like a massively overrated band to me. What about 100 Gex? Uh, we'll talk about it next week. Yes, we will. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Jason Lipschultz. I think we talked about this briefly. Uh-huh. Hey, stop watching The Fly. Like for the I last, the for the last like ninety seconds, your eyes have just been focusing on the fly. I'm sorry. Go on. Don't. St- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say something super interesting and super funny right now. If you okay. don't pay attention, I'm gonna be. I gotta mad. be here. Okay. Gonna be present. Jason Lipschultz of Billboard described the song as a stunning rock anthem, which combines elements of U2, neo-folk, neo-folk and Train's Hey Soul Sister. We talked about this a little bit yeah, a couple okay. weeks ago. Um, I just want to point out, that sounds like the absolute worst combination of music I could ever hear. Those three U2, things. Train, and what was the other one? <laughs> and uh, neo-folk. You just heard it right now. That song kicks ass. <laughs> we are both weird U2 defenders. We are U2 defenders. Um, but the vast majority of their discography is bad. Um, Can you even say that, though? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. 
Uh, you know what? Can yeah. you say that? <laughs> I don't think you can. You want to go through all the YouTube records and go whether right, or not? Well, before we go on break, we'll go through all the YouTube rec- YouTube records. <laughs> I'm glad that we have to take a break. Do you think I, I try and, I'll try to remember them all off the top of my head? Boy. Good. War. Boy, good. No. Boy, good. War, bad. Boy, good. <laughs> Unforgettable fire. Very fucking good. Unforgettable like, fire is very classic. good. Classic. Yeah. War. Very good. V- very good. Um, Joshua the Joshua Tree, Tree v- very good. Yeah, pop. Uh, there's there, well, there's like Rattle and Hum. Yeah, you, Rattle and Hum's like an EP though. And there's another one before Pop. It's oh, it's Oct- uh, Octune Baby. Octune Baby. Um, do you want to do that the thing? <laughs> no. Okay. Octune Baby is uh, Octune Baby has its moments. Octune Baby's good. Pop has its moments. Pop is good. Pop is. I think Pop is like a underappreciated. And the, if you go back and you're like, wow, they were kind of ahead of their time on this. <laughs> We're, Do I sound like a dickhead right now? We are losing so many listeners. Okay, I'm so sorry. Songs of Innocence. Sucks. That's uh, a good album. Zuropa, weirdly. On un- that you can't leave behind? Sucks. Zuropa. Zuropa, weirdly underappreciated. Zoo 2. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, I like to. I, I, dude, I'm so sorry. I don't know how this you happens. You apologize to the listeners, not to me. <laughs> I wouldn't even listen to this podcast. If you listen to this podcast, please. God thank bless you. you. <laughs> Let's listen to some fucking U2, and we'll take a quick break, and we'll do the last couple songs. And we'll, yeah, we'll just go. We'll yeah, we'll take a break. We'll listen to some U two, and then I'll yeah. send I'll send you money on Cash App. If if this podcast has personally offended you, send me a message, and I'll send you a dollar on Cash App. Ooh, can you offend me more than once? Because <laughs> you do it every week. Yes, I know. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Yeah. Hey. We needed we, a little break. We did need a little break. We were getting overstimmed. I would say so. So did you know that Riz stands for charisma? Did yeah. You, I didn't know. I didn't ever put that together. I just thought like the Riz is like, you know, you got, he's got the Riz. <laughs> do, or do, do you, what are we, why are we bringing that up? I do don't you know, have I just, Riz? I just thought about it. I don't have Riz now. Okay. Yeah. Once you're, once you're, uh, once you're our age and in a, in a committed kind of lifestyle, you don't really have Riz anymore. I was thinking about that. Yeah. You always think about Riz. <laughs> Well, you too, asshole. Hey, shout outs to Rizzo uh, in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah. We miss you, buddy. <laughs> two beautiful children. Uh, Richard Aguinaldo, one of the best to ever do it. True. All right. So where do we leave off? I think we finished up with Young Volcanoes. I don't think we... I think we're done with Young Volcanoes. I don't think we finished that. I think we kind of abruptly like, oh, we have to take a break and then ran into the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, God, we need a drink. We got to start getting the shakes and stuff. Like, but I'm right. fine being done with Young Young Volcanoes. I have nothing else to say about that fucking song. Okay. Well, then let's go right into track 10, which is a song called Rat-a-Tat featuring one Courtney Love. Mm-hmm. Do I just start from the beginning? I feel like because it's sort of like that's where she's all at. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Sounds great. <laughs> this is a good song. This song is all over the place. You, do, you, do you know what's going on with this song right now? <laughs> no. It's- so there's this guy, Luke Combs. Who's like a country singer, uh-huh. and he does a cover of this song. Oh, we and talked about this last week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did we talk on, we did, on, yes. on the podcast? Yes, that's why I, I started playing <laughs> Fast Car again. <laughs> I thought you were saying there's another reason why they were kind of going off. But this is Ratatat. It's Courtney, bitch. No, no PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> no Microsoft Office Suite here. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. 
That's not one of my favorite songs on the album. Really? Rat-a-tat. What do you think? Um, actually, like, I, I really, I have no issue with this song. Kinda, really? Kind of, uh, you know, in the, uh, viewed through the scope of this record, I really don't mind it, though. It's, 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 it's a fine song. So you're saying just by, by comparison that you, you like so many of the other songs so much less. Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing about this yeah. record is... Are there any song? I'm not sure there's any song I like on this record. It's really? just like your, your point of reference is like this is the better songs on the record. Right. Okay. Um, Courtney Love. Do you do you like Courtney Love? Are you, I, I don't know. I don't think we've, you and I have ever talked about like Hole or Courtney Love. <laughs> no. No, I don't think. No. Uh, what, what do you What do you think? Do you think she did it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, of course I do. Do you really? No. I'd say it's a crass thing to say, but like I, her, so I much know. of her, like, yeah. uh, like, unfortunately, her legacy is tied to whether or not she like killed her husband. Of course, I don't think it's, she did. Here's it. what it is: it's 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 misogynistic guys who are like, I'm going to blame this woman, this Yoko Ono, that mm-hmm. took away my my favorite band singer. Yeah, which is like, no, dude, my favorite like, band singer. Yeah, it's like, no, dude, it's like <laughs> the dude was fucking troubled. He wrote fucking. Have you not heard any uh, Nirvana song? Like, whatever. Territorial Pissings. Is that a song? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Corny Love, great song. This is not one of my favorites, but um, Doll Parts is a good song. Yeah. Corny Love. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Corny Love is fine. Crazy Life. Wow, what a crazy, you know. This. Do you think that like the, the Corny Love choice to have her on the song is sort of like a sort of like a marketing ploy rather than like, oh, yeah, we really want to know, like, Courtney Love's, like, opinion on this song. Well, I mean, uh, I know there's a quote where Pete talks about how it's important. You know, you have a port. Uh, uh, he's pretty much just saying, like, if you have a, a record called Save Rock and Roll, you want to have some sort of a, a woman's voice on the record at some point. And yeah. he thought that Courtney Love was the perfect verse, the perfect person to do that. Now, I don't know if that's true. She might have just been the person on the same record label who's available. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Courtney loves. Right, cool. yeah. When I think of like you know saving rock and roll, I think you know Big Sean, um, <laughs> Two Chains, Foxes. Foxes, Elton John. Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I unfortunately don't really have. You know, look, this song is fine. This song is it's 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 pretty okay for this record. Yeah, I don't really have much of an opinion on Courtney Love, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Um, I do know that I went to her Spotify page, and he, so you ever go to like a you know you have like your Spotify header. Yes. The um. The her image, the image size of her header is like way too small. If you look at it on like mobile, it's oh, like a seventy five point okay. se- like by seventy five image. It's like super blurry. Uh, yeah, and it looks like an old picture. I'm gonna. It's on the laptop mm-hmm. right now. If you want to look at it, it is it the same picture? Yeah, it just was not like a, it's not like it's a, the resolution of the picture. <laughs> uh, okay, just a Polaroid. She's like, hey, send it to send it to Spotify. So that's all I got about uh, very Love. poignant. Anyway, uh, do you, what about that movie um, about uh, Man on the Moon with about Andy Kaufman? Do you ever see that movie? Yeah, with Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, Courtney Love is in it, playing who? Her his his love interest. Is that Courtney Love? Yeah, it's Courtney Love. Do oh, you it's been, well, it's been fucking forever since I've watched yeah. it. But that's a good movie. Yeah, it is a good movie. It's uh, it's one of the best Jim Carrey movies. <laughs> oh yeah, right up there with The Mask and uh, what's the other? Mask um, is not a bad Jim Carrey movie. Um, me, you, me, and Irene. You, me, and Dupree. <laughs> is that what it is? No, no me, myself, and Irene. Yeah, not yeah you yeah. mean you mean Dupree is like another mo- bad movie. I think like a Jason Biggs movie. You mean Dupree is the movie with Owen Wilson about the dog? I think right. Is it? I think I'm so. going insane right now. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, well, this is what you what's know. Your favorite? What's your favorite uh, Owen Wilson movie? 
Oh, well, it's one of the... Man, boy, that's hard. You get 10 seconds. Go. Uh, Shanghai Nights? Shanghai Noon? Oh, with Jackie Chan, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, Shanghai Nights or Shanghai Noon? I see how I tried to yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you tried to get <laughs> both two for the price of one. Um, I mean, it's probably one of the Wes Anderson movies. Oh, okay. But then to Fuck say this that... This guy. To not uh, uh, give credit where it's deserved for the Shanghai uh duality. The franchise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What about you? What do you like? You like Owen Wilson? No. Uh, one of the questions I had for you was, uh, it's, this is a question I was asking Carly yesterday, and uh, I'm going to ask you now. It's gonna be the, I think it's going to be something I kind of ask people going forward. If you were told that a deli that you like is making a sandwich named after you, what's on that sandwich? A deli? Yeah, like a deli. Roll it, rolling in the deep, rolling a in deli? The, yes. Um, Tell me what the, the mixed scarta sandwich is. Oh, I mean, I don't even... Uh, without any thought i'm like really not putting any thought i'm just gonna start saying stuff peanut butter and jelly mozzarella sticks oh god bologna Ooh. uh like a vinegar like black pepper slaw okay something that somebody would want to eat and sell as like a <laughs> like an item oh peanut butter and jelly okay bologna okay mozzarella sticks mozzarella sticks okay um a black pepper and vinegar slaw <laughs> i have no idea i don't uh i mean that sounds delicious to me i mean i would kind of go for that i would yeah. eat it i would uh, of course i would like i wouldn't i would always try anything yeah yeah what about you what's your sandwich it's really boring i was telling her i was like it's uh sourdough baguette uh cracked pepper turkey swiss or provolone cheese pickles pickles lettuce Oil vinegar. It's real. It's a real simple sandwich. I'm a simple man. I love turkey. It's my favorite sandwich. That's boring. It is boring. I know. There's no, there's no mozzarella. I know, I'm sorry, but it's a good fucking sandwich. But other critics, critics of of mine would probably say my sandwich is too over the top. But you know, I like that. I like I you like, like a, stunt food. I like I like stunt food. I like excess. Yes. Um, You're a real hedonist. <laughs> anyway, are we ready to save sorry. rock and roll? Yeah, let's save rock and roll. Uh, we'll go track eleven. Starring Fallout Boy, featuring Sir Elton John. Yep. Uh, we'll get in that right now. Let's see if I can get it to the right spot where it's actually Elton John. Nope. Oh, you gotta hear him in the background. Whoa. Um. Yeah, this is the last song on the record. This is the the, the finale. What do you think of that song? Um, you I, are what you love. <laughs> I must have gotten really bored while I was writing notes for this song because I have a bunch of notes about the um, scene in the first Spider-Man movie where he fights Randy Savage. Oh, Bonesaw. <laughs> do you, do you, I know Bonesaw. <laughs> do you remember when um, Peter Parker says to Bonesaw, that's, a your cute, husband <laughs> that's a cute outfit that your husband can make it for you? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's Tobey Maguire being homophobic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you think that's funny? No, no I don't think you're it's laughing. funny. I... Spider Man's being homophobic, and you're laughing. Yes, and I'm tired of pretending it's not funny. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, I yeah, I don't know what happened. I, I'm not even kidding. I have just just notes about. He's went to a fugue state. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, I do have. Okay, off, off the top of my head. Uh huh. There's like a in the beginning of this song. Sorry, I didn't mean to like almost poke your. I don't give penis. a shit. Um, <laughs> it's right there for you. There's a like it. I guess it's an interpolation. Yeah. 
of uh, Chicago is so. Oh two yes, years ago. yes, right. Until you breathe, it yeah. stops, stops, stops. Yes, but it's like um, it's obviously not even like I'm not sure it's a sample or a cover. Just like it's a, it's like they they ran it like at double speed to give it that chipmunk sound. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got that. <laughs> that's no, oh, that's what you brought. It's okay. I mean, it, it's it's fine. Like um, I don't need you to tell me that it's okay. That it's all I brought. I brought two really interesting things. A, a detail about the interpolation. Well, I asked you about your sandwich. So I brought something <laughs> interesting, too. Look, in the last song on the record, everyone did a really good job. Yes. We did it. We did it. We're shaking hands. We did it. Everyone did a great job. Good job. Episode. Um, I don't know. Okay. Serious. Inter- uh, uh, this but song, do you not have any, do you, you don't have any notes I'm about- trying to okay. fucking tell you. I was Okay, You just cut me off in the I'm middle sorry. of me talking about my thoughts on the song. Right. Um, But it, you don't think- I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, I, I guess I guess the song is is fine. It's you know it definitely feels like I'm not sure they wrote the song before they knew Elton John was going to be on it, but it kind of right. feels like they had to like bolt it on. Y- yeah, like it's got kind of like this kind of big you know piano Elton John thing uh, going. It's it, we're saving rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really I, I kind of know. I we'll talk about it here in a second. I think I know what they're going for, but I'm not sure it's. Uh, uh, the 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 plan is actualized in this song, right? Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you well, think? Speaking of like the like saving rock and roll and sort of creating rock and roll, what do you think about the new Elvis movie that's coming out? Because he created <laughs> rock and roll. Uh, yeah, he did. He created it when he stole it from black people. Yes. Well, no, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> I saw the Elvis movie. It was all him. Oh yeah, it's true. Um, no, uh, yeah, there's another Elvis movie coming out he's he's finally gonna save rock and roll um he's gonna create rock and roll and then follow boy it's up to follow boy to save it 50 years later yeah it's like the lord of the rings this is a salmarinian true it's like, uh it starts with elvis, elvis. be god rock and yes. roll um uh i know there's a lot of controversy around that new elvis movie because um like priscilla presley is uh, uh like 14 when she starts dating why elvis. is that controversial that to report facts because she was 14 when he was dating her <laughs> well maybe don't make a movie about it glamour <laughs> glamorizing it oh is that i, I didn't watch the trailer because you posted it so i was like i uh-huh. should but it was like do you so they're they're talking about how it's like oh like oh they love each other is that what it is or i is think it? it's a movie specifically about there's an a24 movie coming out here in the right. next couple months and it's about it's uh the Elvis experience right. specifically from Priscilla's perspective mm. and people are worried it's going to be glamorizing her experience being groomed by being uh, gr- uh, being groomed slash being underage while dating yeah. Elvis um uh not obviously if that is what the movie is about not right. good but i guess if the movie is like kind of shedding light on it I, then or it is sort of then, a good thing then you know it just it's the reality of something that happened right it shouldn't be glamorized but it's you know it's it's if it's kind of bio- biographical yeah then you know whatever i guess we'll see how they how they portray it when the movie right. comes out well okay so another thing i guess sort of related to that and i swear we'll get back to follow boy right after this um <laughs> Did you see the trailer for the that Zendaya movie where she's she's banging both of those tennis boys? <laughs> I did not watch the trailer for it. Do you know I who, saw the memes. Do you know but... who wrote that movie? Oh, I saw something about this. I posted this in the voice <laughs> chat. Do you know who wrote that movie? It's yeah, I, I yeah. Do you want to say it's the potion seller guy oh from God. the meme, the potion seller. <laughs> he wrote a fucking Zendaya movie. Good for him. Yeah. Do you know what that is, Carly? The the, the potion seller. <laughs> No? Some guy who had a viral video like 15 years ago. Of course I know. She, a, you watched that video like quarterly. He wrote a Zendaya movie. <laughs> wow. That's great. I'm I'm so happy for him. Uh, shout outs to you if you're listening. Um, 
Save rock and roll. Yeah. How do you feel about that as the ending song for this sort of like this return to form? This phoenix. Now the phoenix is rising from the ashes. It's something we talk about a little bit on every episode is whether the the last song on the record feels like the last song. I, this yes. does feel like the last song. Yes. Is it a good song? Uh, I, not particularly. It's... I think it, I disagree. But okay. Well, what do you think then, dickhead? I think it's a good song. Okay. <laughs> I think that well, I feel like the Phoenix and Save Rock and Roll are both very clear, like mission statements. Like, hey, we're back. We're pop. We're still those boys. Mm-hmm. I feel like both songs bookend of this album good. And um, I actually don't hate Save Rock and Roll. It's 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 kind of boring, like you said. Like it's it's kind of mid, but it's like I feel like it it gets the job done. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. You want to? What do you want to do? You want to go into final thoughts on the record, or do you want to? Do you want to rank the songs right now? What do we normally do? do we rank? I, I believe we rank afterwards, but we can to make it like a bookend. Like let's let's uh, we'll rank the songs and then we'll do final thoughts. Okay, let's rank the songs. Okay. Are you ready? All right, so we'll break down the rankings. Uh, we'll start from our least favorite song, which would be track eleven. Per usual, this is everyone's favorite part of the track by track episode. Yeah. You let us know. It definitely is not the part that drags the most. No. Um, let's do it. Do you want to go first or do- so do you want to talk? Well, if we get a song that matches as usual, we will drink. Yes. Everyone knows the rules. I know, but you guys still want to, you want to let them know for the new people. Here's what's going to happen. We'll okay. go backwards from our least favorite song to our favorite song. And if any point we get the same song and the same number, we have to drink. There we go. Yeah. All right. Track 11. What do you got? My songs. Know what you did in the dark. Drink. Yeah. This song sucks. Ah! All right. Track 10. I've got Phoenix. Uh, very close. I have the Mighty Fall. Ah. Ah, oh, very close. Number nine, I have the Mighty Fall. I have the Phoenix. Ah. <laughs> All right. Maybe we'll get a track eight. Track eight, Ratatat. Uh, Young Volcanoes. Oh, fuck you. All right. Track seven, Death Valley. Miss Missing You. Wow. Okay. Track six, I've got Save Rock and Roll. I have Alone Together. Oh, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> track five, I've got Young Volcanoes. I have Save Rock and Roll. Track four, I've got Just One Yesterday. I have Death Valley. Damn. Track three, Miss Missing You. I have Just One Yesterday. Well, okay, all right. Uh, track two, where did the party go? I have Ratatat as number two. Wow. <laughs> For my number one favorite song, I've got Alone Together. And I have Where Did the Party Go. Where Did the Party Go is a good song, though. Boy, we busted early on yeah, that we one. Sure we, got, did. we got the last one. Yep. Well, we're still going to drink. We're a real two pump chump. <laughs> ah, the sound of us drinking. Mm, anyway. You hear it every week. All right, so. Final thoughts on the podcast. Go. Or. Final thoughts on the podcast. This is our last episode. This is the last episode. You'll never hear from us again. Um, I'm going back to Age of Kotaku's. Uh, here we go. Uh, okay. So save rock and roll. Yes. Very. I wouldn't. I A lot of it's dumb, but I feel like they're going to get dumber with the next album. So maybe I'm wrong on that. Save rock and roll is a very simple, very well done song album. I like it a lot. I feel like I've listened. I, I told the all the dorks on Reddit. Shout out to you guys. I love you all very much. <laughs> um, and all the dorks on fucking Discord. Shout out to you guys. I love you all very much. I was like, why did nobody fucking tell me that Save Rock and Roll was so good? I can't stop listening to it. It's fucking great. Alone Together is amazing. Where did the party go? That's party's right here. This okay. album kicks ass. Uh, it's a great album. There's a, there's there's maybe three really bad songs and that's it 
The rest are mid or very good. Okay. That's me. So you, you're, you're generally. I'm all in on this. This is a good album. This is a good album. This is a good album. Okay. That, I'm feeling the positivity. How do you, how many Eric's out of 10 do you give it? Whew. I mean, okay, here's how the Eric system Ooh. works. Whew. It's we know like, how it works. It's one out of ten. But here's the thing: is like if I like this album a lot in the moment, I'm gonna give it a high score. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's better than like Infinity on High, right? If yeah, I but give, if I rate it higher than Infinity on High, I'm not asking how you feel right now. Like be, be like be ever present and like how like what is like what is what is the big picture here? How how good is it? It's a seven. It's a seven. Okay. I feel I feel confident in that. It's a seven. Okay. What about you? How do you feel about Safe Rock and Roll 2013 <laughs> Fallout Boy? Okay. Here's my here's my final thought on uh this is my Jerry Springer final thought okay. on Thank Save you. Rock and Roll. So I actually um read a couple of quotes specifically from Pete about uh his time kind of being in the dance music scene. Okay. Felt like he was idealistic when he started this is going somewhere, I promise. Okay. When he started making like this dance music, electronic music, um what's the name of that band? Black Flag. Black. Black Flag, yes. When he made that band with Baby Rexa, Black Flag. Mm-hmm. Black Cards. Black Cards. He was idealistic about like um, kind of like making electronic music and finding like kind of a new scene, a new kind of like uh, subculture that he was going to kind of be a part of yeah. and maybe like a, a patriarch of. And it feels like he got really disenfranchised during that time. Like, I found these quotes talking about people, how people in that community just weren't really passionate about the music and they... They they were trying to do it for money, or okay. they were just like just not. <laughs> yeah, Pete hates that. Or like I it, you, again, this is these are Pete's quotes. Like yeah, you know, right. this is just what he's saying. Yeah, I'm not here to disseminate wh- yeah. exactly what his experience was. I can only go off the quotes he has. Mm-hmm. The reason I bring this up is I think a lot of this record is about um, their time during the hiatus. Whether okay. they intended it to be like this, I think they all go on hiatus, and specifically Pete. And they try to like dip their toes in like other music and other scenes and other subcultures. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just kind of left feeling like disappointed. I know Pete like def- going out and fi- trying to find new stuff and being like, there's uh-huh. nothing here. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, so you're, you're Pete Wentz and you're and you're in this like scene with all this kind of flaccid electronic music. And I think you come back to your boys. You know, Patrick is writing these crazy stuff on this crazy stuff on Tumblr and. Joe and Andy want to be like songwriters again. Hanging out with Scott Ian. And I think you talk yourself into this, like, we're going to save rock and roll. I think, and I, when, I'm not sure, I think their interpretation of what rock and roll is and what rock and roll isn't Mm -hmm. is maybe different from what we think rock and roll is. Right. I have another quote where they're talking about one Sonny Moore, AKA Skrillex. Yeah. Um, and they're just like from from first to last. Yes, yeah. and and Pete and Patrick are just raving about how great Skrillex is. There is this. There's a time right before the record came out where they loved Skrillex. Mm-hmm. I think they're still friends with them. Yeah, probably. Um, and uh, a really telling thing about this interview is like Pete's like that's rock and roll. That's fucking rock and roll. Yeah, but that's like the idea of like rebelling and making something that's like loud and pissing off parents. Exactly. Yeah. So am I? It's not our place to decide what is or isn't rock and roll. I right. tend to think that. Um, at the risk of sounding like a cornball, I kind of think any sort of genre that's like uh, rebellious and like for yeah, the like hip hop is rock and roll. Exactly. Yeah, Thank I agree. You. I agree. So I think that gets lost in translation in this record a lot, uh-huh. a little bit. I think they really wanted to have like a high energy, authentic record. Yeah. That was going to come out and people would know that Fallout Boy is sincere 
and they would respect them for it because this record is a fallout boy record and they were talking about these personal things yeah. i think that was the goal of the record and I'm, to me i respect that do you think this feels sincere though no really <laughs> i think that's where they this that's, the, they lose that's the major hiccup in this record is they because, tr- because of all the sampling the, the, the stealing. little tiny mistakes right. along the process of making this record like again we've talked about it a million times yeah the idea to make this sound this Records sound modern in right. quotation marks. Well, you're fishing for a hit. And exactly. So, yeah, it's like, I get that. I'm not sure that was – it's hard to say that was their intention, fishing for a hit. But, right. But when, you're, when your goal is to make hit songs and you're uh, taking from whatever is popular in the moment – yeah. You're fishing for a hit by using like what's popular right, in the that's, moment. That's not something that you would intentionally like make out uh-huh. of your own creativity. You're finding like, oh, that works for so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Let me try and see if that works for me. I really like I, – I in theory, if you told me – if I read all these interviews about what they were trying to do before actually hearing the music, I think I would have been really excited about them Yeah, uh, trying to be like, we want to save rock and roll. Rock and roll is something that inspires young people. Um, I, I, I just think that they they lost themselves a little bit on what they were trying to do okay. with this record. I guess that's true. I mean like I feel like they're – I feel like maybe it's not authentic to them, like that that maybe because they're trying to take so many like like samples of of things. Mm-hmm. I still feel like it's earnest though. Like maybe that's a, there's a difference then. It's not authentic to them, but it's they're giving it like they're all. They're not, they're not half-assing it, I guess. I think they were earnest in their attempt to write music they thought was going to be authentic. I can agree with that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, get I mean, it's, it's a very mi- there's a very minute difference, but it's like, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like that does make sense. This record to me is like a three out of ten. Really? I think a lot. I think maybe like half three, a po- one or half a point is gifted to them because of having to do a podcast, reading about these th- their intentions on trying to yeah what their intention was to make the record yeah like inherently we're never on a surface level with fallout boy like we are exactly we're always deep diving i think if i just listened to the record i would say it's like a like a two out of ten wow (laughs) i really do not like this record you are a curmudgeon (laughs) (laughs) you can't see them as pop stars this is pop this is a pop album no i disagree like i said like i gave a little teaser yeah towards um Three hours ago, when we started recording this podcast, yeah, yeah, I have been listening to American Butthole. Um, it is, it, I, I think American American Bungus is a better version of this record. Really? I think this okay. Record, well, that gives me hope. I yes. guess. Um, that's the Uma Thurman album. Yes. Ugh, God, I hate that song. We'll see. We'll see how you feel. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's my new favorite Fallout Boy song. Oh shit! Okay. So that's that's my that's kind of my um, that's your final thought. Yeah. Your your Jerry Springer moment. Yeah. Sorry if I talk too much. No, you're fine. I always feel an obligation to apologize because I do think you talk too much, but I cut all that out, so it's fine. <laughs> and I'm too shithouse drunk to even know you're if not you were drunk. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just kidding. Anyway, yeah. that's save rock. I, and roll. Well, did you enjoy the the? I mean, like we we spent a lot of time on this album. We, it's three episodes. We've never done mm-hmm. that with an, with another Fallout Boy release. Do you feel like you like that's time wasted for you? No, of course not. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I don't mean like I don't mean like you being in here with me and hanging out. That's that's always time wasted, but <laughs> I mean, like in terms of like creativity and like kind of experiencing Fallout Boy and this band that you kind of loved back in the day. No, of course not. Okay, does it give you more insight into them as a band? Yeah, of course. Okay, good. It's fucking high school newspaper question. I don't know, man. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, that's, not a, that's not a high school. That's a community college high school uh, <laughs> college paper. Um, no, of course. Time time spent uh, listening to Fall Boy is not time wasted. Thank you. True. Um, okay, great. Well, then how about I guess this? I will say r- real oh, quick yeah. if I had to. Like, I, I share your sentiment about Youngblood Chronicles. I Do a, you? Okay. It's important for me to differentiate because I, I don't think. It's fair to judge the things I like about Young Blood Chronicles, um, uh-huh. and and kind of stack that on top of the actual music because they're two separate things. Right. They're they're obviously yes. I guess in fairness, Young Blood Chronicles are two things at once, but Save Rock and Roll is just one thing, and so I, I, that's why I view Save and Rock and Roll not with Young Blood Chronicles. Again, I'm sorry for talking too much. That's okay. No, no, no that's fine. I, I mean, I'm I'm glad that you said it because like I I feel like I would be right. Th- See, that's the thing is like I feel like Youngblood Chronicles worked so hard for me that I like I totally marked out on this whole album because of it. Fair like, enough. I was probably gonna give it. I'd be right there with you. I'd probably give it like a four or five. Okay. You know, but I feel like Youngblood Chronicles just uh, accomplished the assignment so well that I was mm-hmm. like, I'm all in. Yeah. Um, Teach their own, however they want to consume media. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, well, do you have anything else for this before we no, get No, fuck okay. no, I'm fucking done. So, okay, for next episode, we are going to cover uh, a little album that I've created as a playlist, I guess you'd, you could say. Uh, songs that are featuring Fallout Boy. Yeah. Uh, it's a playlist that I will post on our Spotify and our Instagram <laughs> and all of our LinkedIn. social media outlets. Yes. Uh, it's a, just a small little playlist I made where just big songs by like people like Wiz Khalifa, Steve Aoki songs that feature fallout boy. It'll be yeah. sort of like a little break before we go to the next album. Here's what happened. You liked my little hardcore and metalcore yes. episode so much. You were like, I'm going to steal that idea and make it worse. Worse. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, real. I mean, realistically, yes, it is yes. worse. I've heard some, I've heard all these songs. It's not good. Yes. But you know um, we're this is uh, the comprehensive uh, uh Boy experience, so we have to no stone left unturned. Yes. So uh, the playlist is on Spotify. It's called Featuring Fallout Boy. It's seven songs. If you guys want to listen to it uh, to kind of follow us along, we're getting into we're getting into the the new bands. Hundred Gex. Yeah. Uh, Lil Peep. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. I think Lil Peep's dead, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, Timbaland, you know, <laughs> new, transit, new artist, Timbaland, yeah, Timbaland. <laughs> so yeah, well, uh, if you guys want to follow along, I'll post this on our Instagram and, our, and the show notes for this episode. And yeah, we'll kind of just kind of go into these songs that sort of Fallout Boy just did the guest work on. Yeah, so defining a generation. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you want to go into our t-shirt situation? Yeah, um, t-shirts. Yeah, uh, uh, as. As always, as we 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 bring up ad nauseum, uh, visit the Ko-Fi stickers, T-shirts, uh, buy us a coffee, um, like and follow on all social media. We're on all social media. Uh, follow my Zanga. I am on Zanga. I miss Zanga. Um, send us an email. GeorgiePot at gmail.com. Um, if you know me personally, text me. If you follow me on Instagram, I will send you my personal phone number and you can text me. Um, oh, okay. I'll do that. Uh, follow our cats Instagrams. We'll probably we'll put that in the coat in the in the in the show notes. I'll put Basil's. Beatrix is kind of <laughs> defunct. <laughs> yeah, reach out, please. We love uh, interaction. 
Um, literally, if you interact with us in any way, we will bring it up in some capacity. Oh, absolutely. We'll give you a shout out. Also, if you give us a, a five-star rating on iTunes or Spotify, just leave a little note and be like, hey, I did this. I'll be like, hey, thank you so much. Hell yeah. Joe Sixpack. Yeah. And buy some t-shirts, please. Buy some fucking I'm t-shirts. In oh, yeah. I should talk to you about that after the after the recording. <laughs> um, yeah. Mick, do you want to close us out then? If that's, I mean, that, I think that's pretty much the episode. We, we kind of closed out everything. We kind of covered everything. Do you want to take us out? Look, we did it. Um, it wasn't easy, but we saved rock and roll. Me, Elton John, the A-Train, uh, RoboCop, Beatrix. Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand. Um, and so, uh, mm. Alex sent us a picture of Francis McDormand from Fargo dressed as RoboCop. I'll, I'll send it to you. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. He did it with AI. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. We appreciate you. Everything you do. Um, you make this fucking podcast work. And, uh, just uh, like on a, on a like personal note, I, you know, we don't really do stuff like this. I just want to send my condolences to the, uh, five billionaires <laughs> who tragically lost their lives today. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Oh, Carly told me a really funny joke off mic. Okay. Just maybe wait. About five dead billionaires. <laughs> um, condolences to them and their families. Congratulations to your wives Jesus. and your stepsons that are hitting up. Uh, <laughs> do you hear about the stepson of one of them? Oh, my God. We should. <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to riz up some fucking OnlyFans girls. Uh, you know, from me and mine to you and yours. Uh... Shout out to Absolute Berry Vodkarita. Um, Pineapple Martini. And this has been Saving Rock and Roll. Uh, and we will see you on next week's episode. Um, thanks for the memories. Hey, cheers. We did it. We saved rock and roll. Ding. 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 <laughs> <laughs>